on YouTube. YouTube or Dick Clark or shit like that. The Dick Clark show. Yeah. Dick Clark died, right? That sucks. Uh, it's you know it could be Illuminati, right? His is a <laughs> the Illuminati did it. His was a weird one because like he was such an icon for such a long time, yeah. and he just like old and tired and sick and dead. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, but he had that rap that the guy never ages. The, yeah, but he did. But he did. Like, I mean, if you look at him from the past to now, like he aged a lot. I remember um it was like on on Conan or some shit like that. Ted Danson was talking about that where he goes that he has to stay on TV yeah. all the time to to look right. To look right. Yeah. Because people see him all the time like, man, Ted Danson looks really good. But if you watch him from Cheers to now, man, he looks like death. Yeah. Like he lo- he does not look good. No, he, <laughs> he doesn't like, look good at all. He looks like a living zombie kind of thing, right? The living dead man. Living dead man. <laughs> Rob Zombie wrote a song about him. <laughs> oh, living dead man. Living dead man. Oh, that's right. That's right. A living right. dead girl. A living dead girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a great song. Wasn't too bad. It was a good song. It was yeah, not yeah. bad. Oh my god! Yeah, that's true. If, if you only saw him as uh, Sam and uh, Sammy, Sam, Sam Malone, Sam Malone, and you didn't see him again until Becker, yeah, you would say, well, like, he didn't look terrible in Becker. But he had like a lot, of, from what I remember, a lot of white hair, white, kind of wrinkly skin. No, he had wrinkly skin. He had the same hair, but the bald spot was there, and oh, he had like a lot of wrinkly skin. Right. Yeah, right. but he didn't look terrible, terrible. Right. Right. Yeah. But Dick Clark, though. Dick Clark looked good for his age until he got sick. Then he started looking really crappy. Yeah. Think it's gonna happen to Seacrest. Like, because uh, he's like the next Dick Clark. Dick Clark kind of handpicked Seacrest. I can hear your breathing in the mic. Yeah. Deep that, breath. That's a deep question. Nice right? deep breath. <laughs> that's a deep question. Deep question for a deep breath. Deep question for a deep people. Deep deep deep, deep breath. Yeah. Uh, he's a deep answer. Um, today's technology. Yes. You're gonna CG his face. You mean uh, technology like medical technology? Medi- like uh, techniques, I should say. Medical techniques. I think. I mean, look how Tom Cruise looks at the age of 53. It's bananas. But the amount of like TRT that guy's on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It is true. Like that's what it is. Medical technology is yeah. huge now. Absolutely. When we were kids, we used to watch guys on like People Magazine. Yeah. They'd be like 50 years old. Happy birthday. Happy 50th birthday. Yeah. Rock Hudson. Yeah. I, did he make it? I don't know if he made it to 50. But anyway, we'd see things like that. I think just barely. Yeah. Just barely, right? Yeah. And he looked like crap. Maybe because he, he was dying from AIDS. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, at the same time, like guys who were 50 in the 80s yeah. looked old. They did. But Absolutely. guys 50 now, they look really good. Yeah. Well, like Brad Pratt looks pretty like he looks older but he doesn't you can say he's in his 40s again you could like that guy could piss in a cup yeah and somebody could drink it yeah. and get jacked off the test that he's got in the system absolutely yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah he, him and uh i would say tom cruise are trt uh maniacs right yeah so seacrest of course uh, he would definitely why wouldn't he go that route right I why mean, wouldn't he well I, I would in a heartbeat i mean if you've got the money uh, yep. you're a celebrity yep there's a lot of pressure on these guys yep i mean i think there's there's as much pressure on guys to do it in hollywood as there is on women to do it in Absolutely, Hollywood. man. It's just we don't see it with guys because guys can kind of get away with it under the radar. Absolutely. Whereas women, they put on a couple pounds. It's like, uh, she got fat. Like, no, man. Yeah. It's like, it's hard. It's hard to maintain a decent weight, especially when people are looking at you all the time. Yeah. Ted Danson. Yeah. Ted Danson disappears for a half an hour, loses a lot of weight and comes back. Like He looks like he's got cancer. Yeah. yeah. But then he comes back jacked and like, oh, Ted Danson looks pretty good. Yeah. But nobody questions it in the middle. Yeah. It happens so, to a woman. It's terrible. So props to Kelly Ripa then. Yeah, man. Holy shit. Like, for her... I mean, she's not that old, but still, like, she's looked the same for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to quote uh, Jim Carrey, like, and I really try to look at her, I, you know, to quote Dumb and Dumber, you get that old-fashioned feeling that you want to... The old-fashioned feeling. Boner. Yeah, exactly. And the years go on, it doesn't go away, the, bon- the boner feeling. So you got a thing for the Ripper, huh? Uh, Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, uh, I'm just the example of a girl who... Who has has aged really well? Aged really well. Jail yeah. would be another one in my eyes. Oh yeah, 
Uh, is she she's not 50 yet, but she's close, right? 46, 47. Yeah, she's pretty close, and she still looks really good. Fantastic, yeah. man. I find J Lo looks better when she's not trying to look sexy. I totally agree. Like when she's just a normal chick. Yeah. She looks way better. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. I, th- I think though she because she is known as for her entourage and her yeah. this person for her eyebrows, this person for her cheeks, this person for her hair, yeah. this person for her nails. She's known as a diva like that, right? Is she really? Uh, that's a rapid though. I mean, I I I wouldn't. You would probably have known more about the Nywood because I, right. I was never really in the hip hop world or culture. Yeah, I yeah. never really read hip hop magazines. Yeah, well, she went to Summer as, as a response, Jenny from the Block, right? Yeah, but wasn't that about how she's still just some random chick from the block? Yeah, yeah. Was that an actual song about, like, I've got an entourage now, I'm not Jenny from the no, block? No, I, I, I am Jenny from the block. Yeah. That's her, her response to her saying, oh, she's a diva. She needs to, you know, she's like a Maria Mariah Carey, needs to have like a thousand assistants, do all this stuff. Or she goes, no, I'm so Jenny from the block. You know what we didn't do? Didn't introduce you. Oh. Nobody's going to know who you are. All right. Raji Samra. Yeah, he was. My oldest friend. That's right. 1990. That was a long time, man. Uh, I was uh, so reading. Well, that's when Step by Step came out, right? Step by Step. And KOTB, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the best, best shit in the world. Absolutely. There was a, an interview with Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. For anybody who doesn't know Jeff Johns, the uh, I think he's the, the current like creative yeah, director yeah. for DC Entertainment. Yeah, yeah he is. And yeah. Uh, he was on Seth Meyers talking about how the, when he was in high school, mm-hmm. I mean, high school or junior high, what whatever it was, mm-hmm. that he was the quiet kid in school, didn't really make a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. But he met his buddy who he still has today because he was reading a comic book. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway. And it was like, I, I thought like that was us. That was, I mean, we were into comics. Yeah. And that was like that was our friendship started probably because yeah. we were only two dark guys in the classroom Pretty too. Pretty much, yeah. I think maybe in the school there's five of us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, comics man. We just got like chummy over comics and it never went away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was that was a bridge. And even today, I mean, yeah, uh, it's like we talk about comics. I think more than anything else. More than anything else, but whether it's movie related. Yeah. Or I ask your opinion on, hey, what, what about this series or that series? Or, yeah. You know what I mean? We do a lot of pop culture conversation. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, man. Because I mean, I think that's it's one of those things everybody does, and it's cool to do now. Like, we're, are we like hipsters of pop culture? I think we were hipsters before we the, the, before the before name, it was cool. We were hipsters before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I want everybody to know um, that in due time, everybody who knows you is gonna is gonna die and uh, in anticipation, excitement over your rendition of Kenner. Oh, the Kenner drawing. The Kenner drawing. For those the, who don't uh, know, Vic is the the best, one of the best artists in Millwoods. <laughs> in Millwoods, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as say Edmonton, but definitely in Millwoods. Definitely Millwoods. Right? I can knock out of the park as far as guys yeah. in, in Millwoods go. Yeah, hands yeah, down. I can knock out of the park. Hands down. That Kenner is a tough one, man, because it it's it's not just one piece; it's three pieces. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I suppose, uh, why is it three? Well, it's it's not just Kenner. It's Kenner. Uh huh. It's our buddy Johnny. Uh huh. And there's another piece in the middle that unites. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not him. It's uh. It's another character in the middle that's not completely seen in the poster, or like in in the drawings. It's a triptych. It's like it's like three things together that okay. make one long. Right, but it's a character from painting. the movie. From the movie. So, okay. But you don't. It's a male, but you don't see his head. It's just like a torso. Gotcha. So he must be Yakuza, obviously. <clears throat> if he if obviously, he, obviously. Why else would I have a torso in well, there? Why right? would I see your torso in yeah. there? Right? So and took that's what's taking me the longest time to do. Yep. is getting all the tattoos down. Oh my because, god! Because man, yeah. like the and you already know who I'm talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, nobody else does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was really tough to get that down. It was tough to actually make it look um, cartoony enough. I yeah. started going too realistic sometimes, mm-hmm. and it has to be because all my stuff is supposed to be like very like cartoony. line work and cartoony. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's a very illustrated style rather than a realism style. Yeah. And uh, this was a tough one to really get down right. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you try to reinterpret God, it's hard, right? It's hard to interpret <laughs> God. <laughs> that's, that's, like, 
you know he is like you know really yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he really is like he he believes he's godlike he, he believes god like if thor became like if thor was yakuza. real yakuza yeah, <laughs> yeah. so the, the asian guy from thor yeah the, yeah, the asian yeah. guy from thor you go so um so yeah whenever that happens uh you know i think uh everybody's gonna be really freaking blown away by it that's a tough one that that's the one that gets the most work all the time like it's easy to draw Hulk. The Red Skull I did was easy to do. That was an awesome one, yeah. Oh, I think that was a recent one, right? That was really recent. Yeah. The Red Skull was it was fairly easy to do, but at the same time, like that's part of a Captain America piece, right? Yeah. So it's like there's Red Skull on one side, yeah. and there's gonna be Cap on the opposite page, yeah. with the same like the same circle where it's a Hydra logo, yeah. but it's Cap's uh, shield. Oh wow. Yeah. So same pose. They're both like facing the yeah. same direction, same kind of painted like port like a uh, portrait painting, but it's like the skull and the uh, the shield, well the octopus and the shield. You know, okay now. I, I tagged you in that Facebook where uh, Todd McFarlane shows people how to draw. Oh, you did? Yeah. That you, was a while ago. Yeah, my, I, my, but I think I did you a couple of times. He uses that computer program to to draw. Uh, yeah, a lot of guys do now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a name for that? Well, I mean, you use, everybody uses Photoshop. Photoshop is huge for drawing now, especially with a good tablet like mine. Like, I've got yeah. a Wacom Cintiq, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Cintiq or whatever you want to call it. Wacom. Some guys call it a Wacom. But so, it's really good. Okay, and, and colors for you, shades for yeah. you? Yeah, I do everything on that. Oh, okay. I do all the lines. Like, I, I draw on that the same way I would draw on anything else. So I'll do, I'll pick a size of paper. And that size of paper will go, like, uh, say, like, 30 inch by 30 inch. And I'll have, like, a high resolution, like, th- like 500 pixels per inch. So it looks like a pencil line. Like there's no variation. If I print it out, it'll look like a pencil. And then from there, I'll take it and I'll just, uh, I'll do like a, a line, like I'll do a layout, then line work, then some shadow work. And then from there, I'll just start painting like I would paint anything else. Hmm. But it's easier to do because you can like layer down your colors. So like you can put like a flat color down and then just like get, like you can erase from the, from your edges and all that shit and line it up to where your line work is. It's, it's really, it's pretty good. So the days of... Of, for me, anyway, yeah. the days of all that materials on the table, yeah. coloring and painting, all yeah. gone. Wow, yeah, that's all gone. So, cause it's just so much easier now. It's so much easier and cheaper, right? Cause I'm not like I'm not going to the store to buy paint now. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. to the store to buy pens and pencils and shit. If I if I burn the nib out of my uh, of my pen tip for my Wacom, my Wacom, then uh, it's not hard to replace it. It's cheap. I go to Amazon and like four days later, it's here at my doorstep. That's probably what. They're cheap. I'm like ten, 10 bucks. Bu- ten yeah, bucks to get like, like four nibs. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah. I think I think I still have five left from when I first bought my my set. Okay, so what do guys do then? I mean, if you use that, yeah, I'm sure all the all the pros do that now. The comic guys. A lot of guys are doing it. Not all the pros. I mean, if you go to Instagram and just follow a ton of artists, you'll see so many guys using both. So how do you do that and translate <clears throat> to comic book page? Um, you just have your dimensions for your for your paper, and then you just gotta print it onto the paper. Print it out, yeah. Oh, send a file to your publi- to your publisher, your editor. So, so much easier now. Yeah, it's so much easier. Oh, that's so. why guys are like in Italy. They're in Italy just on vacation, and now with the iPad, like the iPad Pro, that pencil they made for it is so phenomenal. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. It's ridiculous, that. man. Oh, okay, like okay. iPad art is just getting crazy now. Before it was like you're rubbing your finger on a screen, or they like, get like a stylus, but you still have to hold your palm on the on the screen. And um, not every program had palm rejection. So, like, you would put your palm on the screen, and then all of a sudden, there's, like, a line where your thumb is and your, your stylus wouldn't work, so you're hovering your hand over it. It looked like shit because you couldn't really do, like, a decent – it wasn't it wasn't intuitive. Yeah. But now, the, uh, the, eye, the eye pencil or the Apple pencil, it's – as soon as you plug it in, this, the program will let you know, like, is it, uh, is it pen only or is it pen in hand? And if it's pen only, then it'll have palm rejection. So then you can just, like, draw away like normal. It's no problem. Hmm. Your hand is on the screen. So okay, so 
if a guy is drawing, so let's say, I don't know, the usual is what, six panels a page, common traditional? Usually? Yeah, like traditional panels back in the day were like six a page. Traditional, I right? mean, I think like even Alan, who was Dave Gibbons? Yeah, yeah. Dave yeah. Gibbons drew like six to eight a page. Six to eight a page. Yeah. So nowadays on the computer, you can draw one panel, you can fit it into make it eight. Instead of drawing oh, a yeah. panel and having it fit into the panel? Yeah, man. You can do, like, you wow. can just take your panels individually. Wow. And then you just don't like, you don't like the size of them. You yeah. take that, that panel, shrink it. Stretch it. Talk about, oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So does that mean all the staff, the staff must have been cutting huge now at those Marvel DC? Well, not everybody can color well. And not mm. everybody can, uh, it's odd. Like not everybody's an inker, right? So, I mean, you might be really good at the pencil and you might be really good at drawing line work, but you're not the best colorist. But if, it, but if it's a computer program. Well, I mean, you still have a skill. Like the skill set still transfers over. Oh. I mean, you still use brushes. So there are preset brush styles. You can you can do really basic coloring, like flat colors, but you can't do. I mean, somebody who doesn't know how to paint is gonna have a hard time making that look really good. Right, right, right. So okay, so a guy who knows how to really paint, he'll just knows which colors to mix and match, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, um, there's less mixing and matching now. There's things like layers, right? Oh, wow. So what you do is you have your your color. You say like the red skull I did. You have that picture in your head of how it's like he's wearing green. So I did a green layer first, layer that down, then took another brush. And just painted shadow over top the green. Now, if I didn't like the way the shadow worked out, I would just erase that layer. Yeah. yeah. And it's gone. Yeah. I'm starting you. Actually, I screwed up his head when I was doing it the first time. I screwed up the shape of the head. And I screwed up the coloring on one side. So I cut the entire top of his head off. And then just redrew it. Redrew a, uh, a piece just to sit on top of his head. And then painted that instead. Wow. And it doesn't. you can't even tell it was no, different. Like, it looks that. the same. Yeah. It looks, it looks authentic. Like, yeah. It looks, it looks fine. Yeah. It looks yeah, fine. No problem. Um... So what about the X-Men then? Oh, which one? Apocalypse? Yeah. Oh, you really want to get to this, huh? Well, yeah. Well, okay, honestly, what did you think? I, I need to hear what you thought because sure. you seem torn about the whole thing. Sure. And since you're the moderator, I, I think you should have last say regardless. A less to say? No. The I last, should have less to say. Last to say. Oh, no, I think we should both have a say. Yeah, I know. I agree. But uh, since you're, like I said, the leader. Uh, the, the host. The host. The hope. I'm, not, I'm not leading jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> the hope of the hope of the the B hope of Mill Woods. F W. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hope of Mill Woods. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. I think. Um. um I'm, I'm, I'm. You can't. I'm comparing it to the feeling. Yeah. I got when I watched Civil War. Civil War. I had a feeling of glee. Okay. I, I had a feeling of oh you know what I can follow this story no problem at all. I, it was a very linear story. I felt, I, most importantly, I actually cared about the characters in Civil War. Like, they seemed authentic to me <coughs> in the comic book sense, right? Yeah. And I think I was mentioning this to you earlier. If you take away the superheroes and you put government agencies or government soldiers, or just like normal soldiers of the, in the movie, yeah. the story, I think, would have still fallen. I feel the same way. Yeah. If they were just like ninjas and special ops guys. Yeah, or, or, yeah. or soldiers from two different countries, for exactly. example. Exactly. Right? You know, and or even the same country. With different views. Different views. There yeah. you go. 100%. It would have been like, what a great story. Same simple, thing. Great story. Yeah. And when I watch this one, you know, and I see these over-reliance on these uh, CGI bridge effects, and all this yeah. about, like all this stuff, and, you know, I kind of got bored a little bit. I, I lost the, inf the oomph for me. Didn't it feel like a step back? A step back indeed. It man. felt like it was the movie made before... Even X-Men 2. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Se it seemed like it just happened 12, 15 years ago. I totally yeah. agree with that. Um, I thought Apocalypse wasn't even threatening at all, that scare as scary as he could have been. We talked about it last time too, and Luke was mentioning how Apocalypse is the bad guy who should be able to kill anybody at the drop of a hat a whip, and kills yeah. nobody. He kills nobody, and not to mention he seems too human to me. Yeah. Like, he's mutant, I know, but 
ba- like I'm basing it in the comics and the cartoon. Aside from being an ugly motherfucker, he really didn't have anything else to give me. Nothing. Aside from being like a blue skin guy. A blue skin guy, bro. In a weird costume. In a weird costume with eyes turned white and the, yeah. like like the guy from I Come in Peace and comes back to normal. Nice that, reference. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did he get killed by a CD too? Yeah, he should have been in my opinion. Uh, yeah. right? So. I was like, okay, what is the point of this? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, where's where's the real threat to Apocalypse? Because he's not really destroying the world, really. It seems like, you know, like, these bridges are being... The cities are t- taken by, like... Magneto did it all. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like, yeah. yeah like, Magneto did it without really any... in Like, and there was no explanation, no explanation to how Apocalypse boosts his power. Exactly. Oh, what is his power exactly? Yeah, what is his power in the movie? Yeah, and I don't know. Um, but I mean, in the comic we know the comic he's like we know. telekinetic. Telekinetic is celestial technology. You know, yeah. I remember that. Um, he he's, is he is he immortal? He might end up I think he's very very nearly immortal. Yeah, I think he can be killed. Yeah, but he can live forever. Right, yeah. and and he, he he can manipulate his power, size, shifting, telepo- like all these kind of cool yeah, all powers. that stuff. But you don't see that except that one dream sequence. Yeah, with, with the, the mind battle. Yeah, yeah, and if someone who doesn't know what's going on, they won't recognize the significance of. Of that. That's my biggest problem with Marvel and DC movies in general yep. right now. I, I think they're doing a great job at Marvel. Absolutely. And even with Fox and all their X-Men properties, really good. Yep. But they're letting down the casual viewer. Absolutely. 100%. Like you and me are, are geeking out. Yeah. My Like with, um what was that last one that we were talking about? Uh, KG Beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, KG Beast yeah. and Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. They yeah. had so many opportunities to make this guy really cool. Yeah. Like, even when he had his hand out, I thought for sure Batman's going to shoot his hand off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to yeah. be his hand gets shot off. Next movie, we get, get, we get KG Beast yeah. with the cool gun hand. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. He blows him up. Yeah, and like, again, the casual viewer has no clue. The casual viewer has no idea. Zero. They and mention what? his name and they don't care. Exactly. They seem like he's a normal henchman that I'll never see again. Yeah. He's a, he became, they took a great villain. Yeah. A great Jim Starlin villain. A great Jim Starlin, one of the best Batman writers. Awesome of all Batman time. writer. Yeah. Amazing. And just turned him into a throwaway character. Throwaway character, which there is pretty There is sad. another Jim Starlin character that might be coming up, in my mind anyway, is that, that I'm hoping don't throw away. That's not Captain Marvel, is it? Not not Captain Marvel. Okay, everybody's talking about Captain Marvel for uh, Mar- uh, for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? Yeah, female, right? Is female Captain Marvel? No, I'm thinking Captain Marvel, like Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Oh, here, because that... Like Kree super soldier. Right. Comes to Earth, gets cancer and Absolutely, dies. Absolutely, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm thinking we might see Michael Korvac. Michael Korvac. Remember Michael Korvac? Korvac Saga? I remember the Korvac Saga. I don't yeah. remember the details of the Korvac Saga. He was like a Badoon. Remember like the he worked for the Badoon in like a, a weird version of Earth. I think it was like a future Earth. Mm. It was like this is before we were born kind of stuff. Like this is like Jim Starlin and I can't remember. God, I can't remember who else it was. But I remember Starlin has a part of it. But they created him in like the 70s, like mid-70s. Michael Korvac. Yeah. Because remember the Korvac. Right, close to your mic. Yeah. I remember the Korvac saga. Yeah. The, that was the Korvac saga. Uh, that that whole thing happened like around the, the early 80s, late 70s. Mm. So Michael Korvac is just like a computer tech. Like just some dude who works on a space station. And then he ends up, he ends up getting almost killed by the Badoon. I think it was a Badoon who are like Guardians of the Galaxy, but like villains. They're the ones who I end up, I think they end up fighting uh, Star-Lord's father. Right. In, in like more re- more recent comics, right? So anyway, he ends up fighting them. They almost kill him. And then he comes to Earth somehow, or to, to our version of Earth, like in the past. And he takes all of Galactus's power cosmic. Gets all that shit and becomes like a god. Oh, wow. Reshapes the world. Ends up fighting. Ends up reshaping the world. And then just like moving to Queens. He's like Peter Parker's neighbor. Ugh. Just mowing the lawn. Wearing short shorts, tank top, mowing the lawn. And then the, the Avengers. Like everybody show up. And they end up, like, like they, they approach him. It's Michael Korvac. Just fucking mowing the lawn in Queens, really? Wow. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, buddy? 
Like you gotta pay for your crimes. Yeah. You're just like screwing up the the galaxy. And he kills everybody. He just like in that in that fight, he kills everyone. He kills, I think, almost everybody, Captain America. Then Captain America ends up trying to take him down. I think he kills him at the end. And then Korvac, when he sees what's going on, I think his wife gets mad at him. It's something really basic too. Like everything he did was wow. like all like everything was very altruistic. Like everything he wanted to do was was for like the benefit of of mankind. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to build a utopia. Yeah. When everybody turned against him because like you know like all these dictators who want utopia, they're a little yeah. bit crazy. Yeah. And then um, he ends up killing himself, and his wife is like, "You're a monster." And he's like, "You're crazy, man. Like you're nuts. You can't be doing this shit." And he's like, "Oh well, if she doesn't like me anymore. I'll just kill myself." And he doesn't just kill himself. He just like blinks himself out of existence. It's like a, wow. it's like a, like a out of exi- out of existence suicide. Like he just like decides I shouldn't exist anymore. When he dies, he brings them all back to life. And it's weird how almost every story's done that. Right? Thanos does that. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Sentry yeah. kind of did it when they brought him back in the yeah. the New Avengers. Like, yeah. Even the Hulk. Yeah. Like in the uh, the Planet Hulk or World World War Hulk, he ends up just deciding not to be Hulk anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, does that ruin the? Like, I guess Owen Reese Molecule Man, same kind of story in a sense, right? Molecule Man. Yeah. Did kind have, of because it, yeah, yeah 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 he had a similar sort of thing where he kind of yeah uh, you know I think he said you know my, my girlfriend or something I remember the 80s he kind of said you know I, I don't want to be Molecule Man no more I just don't want I don't want she, the power she, anymore she doesn't like me anymore this girlfriend at the time and let me ask you if you remember wasn't that during Secret Wars the Secret Wars when yes, he when he right. tells Doctor Doom that's like right. I'm not that guy anymore I'm not that guy anymore yeah, yeah, that's, that's right, right. That's and what a great story all those 80, 80s cosmic stories were so good man you you, you, you felt it was like an epic event yeah. They felt like events. I didn't feel like they were events for crossover, like money grabs. Yeah. 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 So, and, and you know, maybe, you know, I guess we were younger then too. Yeah. Um, There's a lot more, like our eyes were wider. Wide open, bro. Yeah. I totally agree. So, go, it's going back to uh, the X-Men for a second here. Yeah. Um, so, that's the fault. It was about I had fault with it. Yeah. I thought the characters were weak. A storm didn't seem like storm to me. It seemed like some girl. Who, she was just some chick of the Mohawk. Chick of the Mohawk. And, yeah. and, you know, the change that storyline of her completely she's working for apocalypse and she, she wasn't even that powerful yeah she really had nothing to give nothing to give man um uh, mystique had that you know i guess had a central i guess the actress is good yeah you know she's a good actress that uh what's her name jennifer there? um lawrence jennifer lawrence right um i thought xavier was pretty wasted like his, his role was wasted he didn't do much he, he he didn't really use his powers hardly at all he didn't use his powers and when he was in the story he was kind of whiny whiny like i mean this is a guy who's the most powerful telepath well he, controlled telepath yeah and he was super, like, just ineffective exactly. in everything he did. Exactly. And you're telling me his hurt when he went bald because his Apocalypse did something to him? Apocalypse, like, zapped his hair Zap, off. Zapped his hair off? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, so I just thought it was, it was, like, yawn after yawn. Yeah. And it had potential. Uh, Michael Fassbender is an amazing actor. What a waste. What a waste. He, he try, you could tell he's trying to do the best he can with the material that he has. Man. Like, all that human stuff when he was, like, uh, back in Poland. Yeah. The, st- the stuff with the daughter and the yeah. wife. And the the smelting factory, yeah, all great, amazing, yeah. And like even even when he loses his shit, spoiler yeah. alert, yeah. when he loses his shit and yeah. uh, kills all the uh, yeah. the guards, the cops, yeah, all that was great, amazing, yeah. But then as as soon as he becomes like a minion of apocalypse, like he just wasted. From then on, yeah, there's nothing for him to do. There, he floats around yeah. and he causes like global magnetic earthquakes. Yeah, yeah, and even then it doesn't look that threatening. Yeah, it's just rocks flying in the air or from the metals flying in the air. Yeah, like okay, now what? Yeah, he was threatening at the point of where he was, like yeah. at, at like the source of Magneto, Magneto's like physical being. Yeah, he's dangerous. Yeah, around the world, just a bunch of earthquakes. Just a bunch of earthquakes. Yeah, <laughs> watching the Golden Gate Bridge get smashed again. Yeah, I, again and, and again. Yeah, yeah. Every movie, every X Men movie, yeah. you gotta you gotta crush that bridge. You gotta crush that yeah. bridge because that bridge, I guess, is, has a hate on, right? Has, has, it's X-Men, racist. They have a hard on for that yes. bridge, right? That bridge is anti mutant. Anti mutant. <laughs> it's spray painted mutie yeah. on itself. Pretty much. Yeah. The only 
the only real sequence that really got me excited hmm. was Weapon X. Incredible. That's but best. is that not the problem? Like we're excited for five minutes of screen time. Not from even like, probably. Yeah. yeah, from a flagship character. Yeah. It's like a Star Trek show without the Enterprise, it started, which yeah. is like what we're gonna get, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even care. Oh, that's right, that's yeah, right. I yeah, I don't even care about it. Yeah, the new I Star want, Trek. I yeah. want the Enterprise. Yeah. Show me the Enterprise Nine, like or F. Yeah. Like F E F G H something, yeah. something late. Yeah. Futuristic, new crew, new Enterprise. Yeah. Because that's the star of the show. Absolutely. So Wolverine is the star of the show. Absolutely. We need to see more of him. Exactly. Uh, that that whole him killing. Yeah. was a dream come true to see uh, for us. For Full berserker rage Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the only, to make it perfect would have been just more blood. They showed some traces of blood. They did They did a little bit. A little bit, but yeah. I, I get it. But at least the, uh, the, it was clear. There was no hidden, uh, what's he doing? You know, he's, you know, he's killing. He's he is rampant, murdering these murder, people. Murdering yeah. these assholes, right? Yeah. So besides that, Vico, I mean, I, I wouldn't have, I don't, if it was movies on TV, I wouldn't see it again. Yeah, that's but that's all the X Men. That's movies. all the X Men movies, bro. But which I'll, is brutal, man. It like is. it's brutal. It's like you watch them the one time, yeah. you get what you need, yeah, and then you just walk away. Exactly. Like, uh, well, who would be thrilled to buy, buy that DVD and say, oh, "Can't wait to have it." Like, like I mean, only the very. I think this hardcore. I'd be a hardcore fan. Yeah. Days, but generic with the general people is what you count on to buy this shit, right? You want to sell this to to the average the moviegoer. Average, average moviegoer. Yeah. Like I can see, like I can see Civil War. I knew, I know Winter Soldier did quite well. Yep. On Blu-ray, I read about that. It did, it did quite well. Um, you can hear all that. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm, I'll whatever it is, I'll edit it out, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, and I know Civil War will do well. Yeah, yeah. Civil War will do great. It's rating smash. It'll do well. Let me tell you, like Civil War comes on the screen. Yeah. My mom sees a commercial with Spider-Man in it. She wants to go watch in the theater. Yeah. Average fan sees it. They want to go see it. Absolutely. She's not your target demographic. Yeah. She's she not, is. No. She's outside the 18 to 65. Yeah. yeah. But she wants to see that movie. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's what it is, right? But whereas, like, X-Men comes on, she looks at the screen, she sees a guy in a blue costume with yeah. weird earrings and shit, and she's like, yeah. I don't give a, I don't care who this guy is. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of the CGI Psylocke effects. And, yeah. And Metal's like, okay, well, no thank you. That is absolutely not for her. No, it's for under 13 years old, right? So, what do you think about, have you been watching S.H.I.E.L.D. at all, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I haven't watched it, I have watched barely, but I, I can't, definitely not enough <clears throat> to comment and be an expert on it. Yeah, same problem. Is uh, the over reliance over over reliance on kind of canon like old school canonistic material? Yeah, and then is that is that a word canonistic? But yeah, we'll make it a word. Yeah, yeah. So sure. old school canon, right? They're relying too much on older stories, and then like all the new stuff is kind of obscure new stuff. So it's not like you're gonna get Captain America in there. You're not mm. you're not gonna get no, like no. any kind of flagship character. No, no, no always, Avengers. Always secondary characters. Yeah, always secondary characters that you don't care about. Yeah, and it seems like even Marvel has kind of noticed that that's not gonna go anywhere. Because remember, Inhumans is on the slate, like 2019, yeah. we're going to get an Inhumans movie. Yeah. And we're going to make the Inhumans part of the Marvel universe because yeah. they didn't have mutants. Right. And now it's like they ditched it. Like they're like, yeah, you can do that in your TV universe. That was my bad. That was your bad, bro. Yeah, man. My bad. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the Inhumans, right? It's like they're, they're going to ditch it out of the lineup for the, for the movie universe because yeah. it doesn't do well in TV. Yeah. It's like, and now they're moving the, uh, the Avengers show or the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. It's like the death slot. Which is? Like 10 p.m. on Tuesday night. Oh, my God. So it's like nobody gives a shit in 10 p.m. on Tuesday night. So People are getting ready for hump day. Yeah, is it 100%? Yeah. So, so you put your garbage out, you're going to bed. So that show is about to go AWOL. I think so, man. Unless they really ramp it up. And it looks good. Like It seems like from the teaser we got at the end of this season... Next season looks like it could have potential to be really cool. And what season is that? Number six? I think it's number three. Oh, it's only number three? Oh, yeah. It's not even six. I thought it was... Oh, okay. I thought three, it was or, three or four. Oh, okay. Maybe... Okay. Three or four. But I, thought, yeah. I thought it was going on for a while, but I guess not. Not that long. Hmm. So it's it's a bit of a waste. Like, it's a bit of a... It is a waste. Yeah. But Marvel's TV show and Netflix are doing well. They're all doing well. Yeah. I uh, I confessed it last episode. 
I still haven't watched season two of Daredevil. Oh my! I know, God. man. I know. I know. I'm getting so much heat from everybody. Oh, like, you bro. haven't seen it? Yeah, you suck at life until you've seen season two. Absolutely. Um, season one was amazing. Incredible. Um, and it's not like I'm avoiding it. I'm not. I'm not oh, going no, out of my way to watch no, it. No. I've been so busy. Yeah. The weird shit's popping up, and it yeah. seems like it's a commitment. Yeah. And I'm gonna get into it, and it's gonna be a commitment of my nights and shit. Yeah. And I got editing to do at night. Yeah. So I. But man, do I really want to see it? I mean, um, I really liked it. Uh, I think it was, oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, but th- it's hard to say which one's better, season one or two. Really? Um, so this is at least on par with season one. I, I totally agree. Okay, I totally think cool, so. Cool. Like, the Punisher is really good in there. Like, the Punisher shows his uh, human side, too. Yeah, I think you have to. You kind of have to. I think you kind of have to. But it also shows, well, Punisher was Punisher, right? He's what, Punisher. Why we love Frank Castle so much. Right? Yeah. Why he is in my top four of all time, right? And why Marvel Max Punisher is one of the greatest series ever invented, right? Marvel so, Max Punisher, yeah. I think, as far as Marvel Comics go, as Marvel Comics go, yeah, is maybe the best Easily. modern era Easily. Marvel comic ever. Easily. Easily. I can't think of any character more suited and fitted for that. For the Max logo. For the, for Max, the Max, Max imprint. Yeah. yeah. Even, even the Wolverine Max series wasn't it. Uh, you ever get a chance to read that? No, not yet. Yeah, either they, I have no desire to. Yes, there you go. Because I, I feel like they're not going to do exactly. Wolverine right. And they, yeah, and, you, and they did it. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to do She-Hulk no. right. And I remember like a while back, like a long time ago, yeah. uh, Axel Alonso mm-hmm. in, a, in a Wizard Magazine interview was like, send She-Hulk to Max. Like, get that chick to Marvel Max. That's the kind of character you want. No, man. You want Punisher. Yeah. You want you want a real world character. Real world character who yeah. does real world things. Yeah. And they're not nice, right? You're right. They didn't they didn't go as balls to well with Wolverine as they did with Punisher. Yeah. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, the best Marvel adult premiere comic. Yeah. Since God knows when. Man, I I would say in at least like whatever you consider after like post Silver Age. Post Silver Age. I I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, that's I, the most true to character. Yeah. I've ever seen yeah. done in yeah. a comic book. Yeah, and wh- whoever thought of the idea of the Max deserves huge credit because they took that, it, it gave oh, yeah. the handcuffs away and you can really do what you wanted to you do. You really there. could. That was around like early 2000s. I believe yeah. when it started. Like early yeah. 2000s. I th- like Marvel Knights is around. Yeah. I think they were really trying to go hard with Marvel Knights. Yeah. Because there was like four issues that came out back then. It was like Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. F- Fool Killer. Fool Killer. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this Luke Cage. It was Cage. Was it Cage? Cage? Just straight up Cage. Cage. Yeah, it was very gritty too. Yeah, and I no. think it was Blade for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But the only series that had any serious longevity was... Yeah, it was, it was Punisher. It was Punisher. Punisher did that Marvel Knights and yeah. Punisher... did. Did he do Marvel Knights? I think he did. Punisher did Marvel Knights. Uh, that was the first Enos. That was one, the first. One, one, that's one right. To 12, one whatever. to twelve in the first volume. You know, w- one. Welcome back, Frank. Welcome back, Frank. Yeah. Steve Dillon. Yeah. And Garth Ennis. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then it went to um, uh, the Punisher's you know, one to th- one to thirty, but it wasn't Max yet. No, no, no. That was that wasn't even Marvel Knights. That was just that was like, just Punisher. That was just Punisher. And then. Yeah. Marvel Max started as Punisher. Marvel Max. And then and then I think I commented to you, as, as amazing as um, Ennis and uh, Dylan are, when I read Jason... Uh, Your man, Aaron, Jason Aaron. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea who he was. Like I, I, I had no uh, idea how, how good it was going to be. He wasn't like a mainstream, mainstream creator then. Yeah, no. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. I, I, well, I didn't know who he was. There yeah. you go. He was a mainstream. I didn't know who he was. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to read this because it's Max Punisher. Yeah. Of course I want to read it. So And then when I read it, I couldn't believe... How great this guy was when it came he to writing Max. He was gritty. Gritty. Yeah. The storylines were easy to follow. Yeah. Bloody, brutal, and swearing jacked up. He took Ennis' uh, level and he did what, 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 He really 50. did. He he took the like <laughs> the rating of that comic. Yeah. And he went from a hard R. 
to like a gory hard R. Like it was NC seventeen. NC seventeen. He yeah. took it to NC seventeen, man. And uh, you know, after that, I'm trying to look for a you know, there's an omnibus saying uh, Jason Aaron Wolverine. Uh, really? But actually, the Jason Aaron Wolverine I did read, and it was good. Oh, it is good. Reading. It's good. It's not. I mean, it's obviously not Max. No, it's not Max, obviously. but it's good stuff. Okay, is it, yeah. it's, so it's entertaining and it's uh, entertaining, man. I think I'm if I'm not mistaken, the Jason Aaron Wolverine stuff has Ron Garney on it as an artist. Yeah, that's right. And Ron Garney, right. I think, is like maybe in the top five of mm. most underrated artists mm. of all time. What else? Is I he? mean, of all time. Oh, he did wow. Captain America. All he did Spider-Man. Time. Yeah. He was the artist for during the Civil War when Spider-Man was in Civil War. Yeah. And yeah. He, uh, he ditches Tony Stark. Right. And Ant-Man gets shot. Like that, even before that, he did like a whole run, like all the Spider-Man Civil War stuff. And it's just beautiful artwork. His, his like frame, he's a cinematographer. When you think of like there's a director and a producer and yeah, whatever, right? Gotcha. He's a cinematographer. Like he sets up, he artistically sets up shots. Like he did a one shot of when Tony Stark was at the White House, yeah, talking to the president about whatever it was, like the um, the old act, the Superhuman Registration Act, and it's a scene of Peter Parker and Tony Stark walking, and he draws a tree in the foreground, then them in the middle ground, and then the Parliament in the background, and it's just incredible, man. Like who would who would think to do that in yeah. uh, today's artist, right? Today's artist, yeah. We have a really talented artist out there, like uh. McNiven, McNiven, love is, you love him. I love him, and he's he deserves it. He's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and uh, Francis Lionel, you. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, another like awesome yeah, yeah. artist. Yeah, yeah. But as far as underrated, beautiful, crisp line work and easy to follow action, and he 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 can do it all. Easy to follow action. Yeah, he's like a modern day John Romita, like John oh, Romita wow. Senior. Wow. Yeah, Not yeah, Junior, yeah. who's gone to shit. Yeah, yeah. Junior's work is just like getting worse and worse. Wow. Like he draws like twenty five comics a month. What? Like, yeah, well, not twenty five, but we, I mean, he draws a lot. lot of, he does a lot of work a month. Holy cow! That guy, because he's 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 good at it. He can do it. He needs to do one good comic a month. Like, show me one really good piece of work a month. Because you look at his his splash pages. Like, there's a page where it says like a massive battle scene between like 20, 20 or thirty characters. Man, he'll George Perez the shit out of that. Right. It'll look really good. But then he does so many comics, he can't do that in every comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of lose the kind of the creativity and the focus to a certain. Yeah, man. Right? It just goes away. I wonder how Jack Kirby did it. Jack Kirby, man. God, that guy was a mutant. He was a mutant because every, all, all, all his titles were pretty good. I mean, everything. Uh, Journey consistent. to Mystery was amazing. Tales consistent. Sto- like, it was, everything was good, yeah. And you always love Journey to Mystery, eh? Journey to Mystery Tales to Astonish. Tales to Astonish, Suspense, man. Those, yeah, Tales to Suspense. Those, those, those always got me, man. There's, I remember like when we first met, not first met, must have been a few years until sure, we actually had sure. money in our pocket. And like that was your big thing to get your hands on. Yeah. Going to Comic King mm-hmm. and getting your hands on like a new journey to mystery. A new journey to mystery with the Thor, man. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to get. I always try to get the ones before one twenty-five. Or yeah. Before it became the Thor, Mighty Thor. The Mighty Thor. Yeah, and even with Tales of Suspense, you know, I always wanted to get uh, like as many as I could that were before the Nick Fury came in. Even though I like those ones too. Yeah. Um, but those those, cl- those Nick issues- Fury and Thor. No, like Nick Fury in Tales of he, Suspense. He took over Tales of Suspense. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, at first, it was just Iron Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Iron Man gets his debut in Tales of Suspense. Yeah. Uh, Tales of Suspense. Suspense. And then it became, became uh, uh, Captain America and Iron Man. Um, but then I think Nick Fury took uh, over uh, after that. I now, he's already established as a Sergeant Fury. Sergeant Fury. But I think he, that's when he became Agent Oh okay. Current, current, you know, like Agent of Shield. Is that what? The, that's the covers with um. Oh no, Vic! I got it. I'm confused. I'm thinking of Strange Tales. Strange Tales. That's what I'm thinking. Because that's like, was it Stranko? No, not not Stranko. Strange Tales uh, was was Strange Sinkovich Sin- or Sinkovich. Uh, Strange Tales was Stranko when Doctor Strange and and Nick Fury came on later on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before that, I wasn't sure who the artists were, but I remember Strange Tales. I was feel like we're losing half the people who are listening to this. They're like, nah, nope. 
Not for me. Not for These me. guys are nerding okay. the fuck out. Yeah, you're right. No, keep going. Though. I don't care. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. That's what this one is for. This is for the people who give a shit about that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, with your appropriate attire. Exactly. So anyways, you know better. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Strange Tales, Tales of Spence, <clears throat> Journey Mystery. Yeah, collect, Excellent. Collect those shit. Man, those are really good. Good issues, man. They never let you down. Action was great. Story was fun. The art. The art was amazing, man. I mean, uh, like you said, Strayko was great. Kirby was a Don Heck, I believe was his name. Oh, Don Heck was something else, oh, man. Fantastic. Dick Ayers, I think was his name too. Yeah. Another guy was really, really good. Um, yeah, man. It, was, it, it just seemed like fantastic, you know? The art back then was so consistent. Very consistent, bro. And the story was fantastic. Yeah. And I think that separated Marvel from DC in those in those sixties. Absolutely. I mean, DC sixties was still pretty. It was a mess. A mess. Yeah. yeah DC in the sixties was a mess. Yeah. DC in the sixties. DC now is a mess. DC's now is a mess. Oh my god, man. Did you? I mean, you've heard like like New Fifty Two, right? I heard, I've heard of it. I've yeah. I've seen it. I've kind of browsed through it. Yeah. But I mean, I, but no desire to get into no, it. No. Yeah. It doesn't make me want to say okay. I'll so get, I did. Okay. I, I know. I, I know. I wouldn't. Like I. <laughs> I know I told you I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't going to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, I finally got into it. Yeah. I read probably, like, everything starting from the very first new, like, action comics. When Soups showed up, that weird, like, t-shirt and jeans thing. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He ends up going, like, a, a guy to make t-shirts. Like, yeah, he just goes to a dude. He's like, I, I need uh, a 50 t-shirts with all this logo on it. The guy's like, I can do that. Yeah. Are you selling these at a, at a fair? Like, uh, like Coachella? Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I'm going to, I'm gonna yeah, I'll, I'll pass around to friends and shit. Yeah. And then that, that's his, his suit because he keeps burning through them, right? Yeah. And it was good. It was really good. Like, everything was really good. Oh, wow. I was surprised at how all, like, almost every comic I read was decent. It, I mean, if it was a new universe and I wasn't tied to these characters, all the characters were good. Wow. I wasn't, I didn't hate on it, but it wasn't our DC universe that we grew up with. It wasn't that, like, a post-Silver Age, post-Crisis man of, like, John Byrne, Man of Steel. So do they totally ignore that? Okay, so now Superman is still alive and married to Lois Lane. And he's got a kid. Our Superman, yeah. the John Byrne Man of Steel Superman. Oh, okay. In New 52, there's like a pocket universe where he's still around, but nobody knows who he is. I can't, I, I didn't read it, so I don't know what's going on, but um, he's around. And it turns out that New 52, obviously they, they planned this before. <coughs> so obviously they planned it before and it was supposed to be this whole revelation because what were, what was happening before the New 52 world happened was people were just dying in a, like a, a shock of blue light. And that shock okay. of blue light is Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. Oh, I see. Okay. And they bring him into the mainstream DC universe. And he's responsible for all the events that made New, 50, New 52 happen. And now that's gone. So the Superman that was like the, the New 52 Superman, he's dead. He, he sacrifices himself to become, uh, to, to save the world. Right. And the old Superman shows up to, to take his place. And he soups. But there's like a Clark Kent out there now too. There's an actual so there's Clark two, Kent. There's two Clark Kents now? Or? No, one Clark Kent because the old one got burned. Now, in, like in in the new universe, okay. everybody knows that Clark and Soups are the same guy. So he ditched that personality, that wow. that identity. He wow. ditched it and became like a truck driver, some some guy named Archie. <laughs> yeah, for real. This is all like no bullshit, man. All real. He becomes some, he becomes some guy named Archie. And he's like driving a truck. Wow. And it was good. Like it, it felt really like forties forties era comic books. Really, it felt like um. That's surprising. Like when you go back and read, not not the pre crisis stuff. But that weird era of like Earth 1, Earth 2, mm. when like Huntress is Batman's daughter, mm. then you pick up some other comic and, mm. and Batman is Batman and there's no Huntress. Yeah. She's like a, like a mobster's kid. Yeah. How you didn't know which one you're going to get. Uh. They're, they're kind of doing that with it for a while. It felt like that era where like you'd pick up a comic and it's like, who's this kid? He's Superboy. Nah, but his name's not Clark Kent. His name's Clark Kent, but it's not, it's not our Clark Kent. This is like his parents found him in the woods somewhere and he's flying around. 
then that Clark Kent becomes Superboy Prime and goes fucking nuts and destroys the universe. Mm, never yeah. Superman Prime, yeah. Yeah, so that's what it was. Like, it's that kind of, it's that weird kind of no man's land of comics where weird shit is just happening. So somebody who, who starts reading 52 and you, you throw him a crisis on Fendi Earth, he has no idea what's going on. No clue. No clue. It, that's the problem. Yeah. DC Comics loses their fan base yep. because new fans can't just jump into it. You can't. It's you, not accessible. You gotta have some sort of you know history there. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, moi. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Um, like, like the Marvel's history is pretty much still the same, intact for the most part. For, for the, the most, most part, part right? Yeah, yeah. They did that weird thing just recently where the uh, what's it called Ultimate Universe and the new and the current universe oh, okay. collided. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but. The Alter Universe was a separate universe altogether. Altogether. And that was a huge success, man. I mean, even I've It was great stuff. Yeah, I'll think. Brian Hitch. Um, Brian Hitch, man. Uh, Brian Hitch and Mark Miller's Ultimates? Yeah, Ultimates. But I saw the art. Phenomenal. Uh, I couldn't believe how good this guy was as well. Brian Hitch's Ultimates art was so good. Yeah. That they, they incorporated a panel yeah. into the first Avengers movie. Oh, which panel was that? If you look at the scene after the Hydra, or not Hydra agents, after the. Um, uh, Loki's guys, Loki's yeah. little army, yeah. attack the helicarrier, yeah. and Iron Man and Captain America fix the helicarrier, and Iron Man is back that. in the scene. I remember that. There's a sequence, and Captain America and Iron Man are both staring at the camera from an angle. There's like a beam of light behind them, like the sun is behind them. That's like a Brian Hitch moment. Oh, wow. Like that was that was Joss Whedon's way to make a Brian Hitch panel come to life. Oh, shit. Oh, it's incredible, man. Yeah, man. And the stories themselves were pretty pretty amazing and, it was, yeah. and you knew it was ultimate so you knew it was just separate, something separate there's yeah. no confusion gonna happen yeah and that's when the, the Black Nick Fury came into action right yeah man and, and look at the influence that Ultimates had man on the movies it was incredible it Holy was so shit. good they were so well written they were cohesive yeah. cohesive though yeah. cohesive was huge yeah they were really good that was a really good universe how come DC doesn't have Ultimates uh, why can never had an Ultimate like that kind of I feel like New New Fifty Two was the attempt at that. Okay, but because they tied it in as the mainstream universe, That's, it just didn't work out. Cohesiveness is gone. Then it's gone, right? Yeah, man. And I mean, I another weird one for me. I always kind of feel like people would be less forgiving if you didn't fuck up Superman's costume. Fuck. Well, why are they fucking something so well known, man? Yeah. I mean, this is this is the the most iconic look. Yeah, I think so. Nobody cares if his trunks are on the outside. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's like people are just so worried. It's like, well, he's wearing red shorts. He's wearing red underoos on the outside. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Yeah. DC gives a shit, and nobody else cares. Yeah. Speaking of Superman, how do you feel about Supergirl getting Superman for the it, first two episodes? I, you know, I just heard about. I read, been reading about that. I think it's exciting. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know if there is Superman actually going to be doing anything. Rather, apparently than... he's a big part of it. Oh, okay. In the first two episodes might as well be a movie. Gotcha. Okay. Well, like when I say, is he is he going to be doing like action in there? Or is he... I, I believe so. Oh, okay. I don't think they're bringing him in to to mentor her as Clark Kent. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. Okay. We're seeing Superman in the costume. In the costume. We're getting him in the costume doing something. Okay, Tom Welling. That would be awesome. And it would totally fit. It would totally fit. It's on the CW. Yeah. This guy's the right age now to play right that age, character. That's what I'm I saying. mean, he's another guy who doesn't age. He yeah. looks he looks pretty good. He does, yeah. He looks like he did as long as he shaves that gray beard off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he looks like Tom Welling. Yeah. Oh, as well he should. As well as <laughs> you know what? Good for him, right? Good, good for him. <laughs> yeah, good right? for Tom Welling for still looking like, like Tom, Tom Welling. Yeah, right? like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's not easy, right? It's so, not easy to look like yourself. No, bro. Not Ted Danson pulled it off, but Ted, I mean that's like a fucking miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't have to talk about Cruise anymore about that, right? Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um I think it's fantastic. Uh, the, re- the the viewership will probably spike because of people like me. I'll watch it for sure. Oh now. yeah, absolutely. The first two episodes anyway. Yeah. Uh, I probably wouldn't have like. I heard good things about Stupid Girl Show. I heard good things you know, about it. It gets a lot of flack from a lot of guys. Oh, it does. But I, as a, as a, like a hardcore comic nerd, I enjoy the hell out of that show. Yeah, the girl is getting good reviews. No. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Like, she does a, a, in my opinion, she does maybe the best Clark Kent impression. 
since Brandon Routh. Wow. Yeah, her her like nerdy kind of like uh, what's her name? The Kara um, Kara yeah, whatever yeah, her name yeah. is. Yeah. Shit. What's what's her name? Kara. Um, no, well that's her her real, real name. name. Danvers. Yeah, her Kara Danvers is like just a nerdy little kid. Yeah. And like you, you just want like little sister her to death. Yeah. You know, like even as Supergirl. Yeah. When as a when a character is like beating the shit out of her, you're like yeah. ah, come on man, she's a kid. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. little kid, leave her alone, leave man. Leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, the new season starts when. Uh, well, next year it'll be like next in the fall. Sep- this this coming fall, September, yeah, September, yeah. October. So they'll, they'll they'll have the whole summer to hype it up. The whole summer to hype it up. And the casting will be huge because they have to start shooting in summer. Oh, that's right. The ca- yeah. So they should make a. Do you think they'll make an announcement sooner, or they'll kind of keep it as a? I don't know. It's hard these days, man. Very hard. It's brother. so hard to keep that under wraps. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're like already shooting it, we don't know. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna spill. Yeah. But we don't know, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't see why they would not choose Tom Welling. It just, yeah, why wouldn't you? Well, Especially now. Okay, yeah. so he's shooting a show. Was shooting a show at CBS, like Section Thirteen or some shit like that, and um, the pilot hit. Apparently, didn't do well. Right. So CBS dumped it. Right. So he's free. Right. His schedule is good to go. Yeah. So he do it. He so he needs. What to paraphrase Chris Rock? He needs a hit more than a crackhead needs a hit. That he needs a hit more than a crackhead needs a hit. Yeah, yeah. because if the pilot didn't go. I mean, and he needs exposure, man. And he needs something to get him excited for the second, uh, uh, to get uh, more work, I guess you could put it, right? Yeah. I think it would be a fantastic choice, Vic. I think it's a fantastic choice. Um, he is, in my mind, mm-hmm. the only logical choice Same the here. fans will look at and think, you know what? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. The fans would appreciate it. Yeah, the fans would appreciate the shit out of that. Yeah, and I think at this day and age, that kind of matters to a certain degree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, fan service is a big deal. It is, man. And at the same time, that was a show that wasn't just for fans. Yeah. It did well, like, across the board. Yeah, like 10, 11 years did it, right? So you get him back, Yeah. and you just you just do it. Yeah. It's like, I don't ever understand why they don't play the John Williams score in a Superman movie. Or why why do we not hear Danny Elfman yeah. in Batman Begins? I know you're trying to separate yourself from the universe a little bit. Like, you know, ah, that was then. We're doing our own thing. But there are, like, fan cuts of the John Williams music inside the scene when he learns to fly in Man of Steel. Yeah. And it's like, it's that's what I want to see. That's what you want to I want to hear that. Is it because of rights issues or not? No, nah, man. Warner Brothers owns all that shit. Warner Brothers, yeah. Same thing. It's not yeah. like uh, Batman and Fox. Some of the rights are messed up. Yeah. Like, I don't think we'll see Batman on CW because I'm pretty sure Fox still owns all the TV rights to Batman. Oh, is that right? I'm fairly certain. Oh, wow. I don't. I mean, don't quote me on that. I think you can look it up. But I think that's why we're not seeing Batman on, on CW. Interesting. Because Green Arrow is their version of Batman. I guess. That makes Arrow. sense, yeah. That's good. Arrow's a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some weird-ass fans. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, the show's pretty good. Yeah, and are you cu- I'm curious to see, even though the, the, the movie's got uh, pretty bad reviews, uh, I wonder how his Casey Jones is. Man, I, I the movie for me makes me want to watch it just because I'm getting a Casey Jones on a Bebop and a Rocksteady. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen the first one. Um, you, Nothing special at all. Yeah. I watched that, I think, on an airplane ride. Really? So I was kind of forced to watch it. And, and well, said, I mean, at least I'm paying money for it. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. It's definitely not worth paying money for. It's not worth paying $5 to rent it from Shaw on Demand or nothing like that at yeah. all. I um, thought you were going to say like, the video station. <laughs> it's not worth the 5 bucks at Blockbuster. Hell no, bro. Not when you can rent The Perfect Weapon, for example, all right? Jeff Speakman? Jeff Speakman, bro. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent reference. Yeah, so... You're dropping bombs, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I want people to know, like, real movies, they deserve our fucking money. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Because uh, Sky can, you know, uh, undisputed force coming out, Boyka, like Boyka. That, that deserves our money to be spent. Cause that needs our cash. Cash, man. I'm willing to whatever the cost is to whatever uh, to do on online demand. Or Absolutely, man. Um, Why but, is he not Iron Fist? That's a great question. 
Man, Scott Atkins needs more work. Well, he's in Doctor Strange. He's in Doctor Strange in a small role. Is it just a small role? Uh, I hope he's not like henchman number two. Oh god! Or like his his name's gonna be like in the screen like Marcus. Mark, yeah, yeah, just god. some like random douchebag throwaway character. Yeah, no, well, yeah, I think he's starting to get a little bit more exposure because he was in Brothers Grimsby in a small in like a. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I don't think it was a big role. Yeah, but yeah. It, it showed his role. He was commercial. a villain in that. Yeah, he, yeah. He had the Boyka accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he showed it showed him in the commercials. So he wasn't just like henchman number two. Yeah. He had something. So maybe, why is he Iron Fist? I don't know. Man. I mean, he's had an impressive resume um, when it comes to DTV and D- like director video, but yeah. like he's well known all over the world though. Like, not not just that, but he's a guy who can walk the walk. He can walk the walk and, he, and he's, you know, he looks, he can be American. Yeah. He can be British. He can be Russian. Like he has a rugged look to him. What bothered me the most in recent memory about Scott Atkins is how little of a part they gave him. Even oh, like, I even though he had exposure, I know what you're gonna say. In Expendables too. Oh my god! But like, you've got two world class, legit co- martial artists in their primes. In their primes. Yeah. In a fight sequence. Yeah. That just went nowhere. Nowhere. All I remember is they like they fight towards a helicopter, and then and then Atkins' head goes off. And it, it, Atkins' head goes off. Yeah, exactly. And. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> yeah. don't bother. Don't bother. Fast forward to that scene. Yep. Fast forward to when Van Damme kicks, what's his name, in the neck? Uh, Thor, little Thor, Thor Jr. with the knife. Oh, uh, uh, Liam. Liam. Yeah. yeah. Thor Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he kicks him with the knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome sequence. Awesome sequence, yeah. I mean, it was like, you kind of don't hate that character. Yep. He was a good. He was a good fit to the Expendables. An amazing fit, and, and yeah. it seemed like he, his acting was better than anybody else's. There, it was. It was like a. He was. He was like that young guy in the eighties movie. Yes, when you're like, break in. that yeah. guy's gonna be something. Yeah, like that's young Van Damme. Yeah, he's gonna be something someday. Yeah, all of a sudden he gets killed, and you're like, no. Yeah. Oh, I was actually like tied to this guy for a half a second. Me too, brother. And Van Damme kills him. It's funny, man, because out of everybody in the movie, he was the least hokiest. He was yep. the most authentic actor out of them, and yep. he, he did the best job. Yeah. Wow, but unfortunate. Unfortunately, uh, killed him off. But oh, it was a good death. It was a great death. Yeah. Um, you're right. Atkins was extremely underused. And Stallone. I remember reading. It. Oh, we didn't know how good he was until afterwards. Well, no. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You did. How could you not know? I mean, like, and then you know, Atkins. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Maybe he. Some people push. Like they. They demand things. Yeah. They to, to be to be recognized, but maybe he just. You think he's like he's not great behind the scenes? No, no, he's I, not think, liked? No, I think he's very. I think he's a wonderful guy. Yeah, but I wonder if he's not like how determined as some guy like Arnold was in his career, getting where he wanted ah, to go. Ah, I see what you mean. Like yeah. a man on a mission. Yeah, rather than take Arnold the, would have done anything. Added anything, yeah. and I think he would have done more to promote himself. Yeah, to get more attention to himself. Yes, to, and then the people say, oh, "Okay, well, who is this guy?" Oh, yeah. Okay, and then there was, and then you watch the movie. You go, where? Why did this guy not get a bigger role? Exactly. You want to see him and more of this guy. It's almost like we're seeing him do what Dolph does now. Absolutely. Where he's like, hey, I'm just doing it to make movies, man. Pretty much. I make I make 50 movies a year. I make a ton of cash doing it. Yeah. I love my life. Yeah. You know. Well, Dolph said his movies are an extension of his training. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So like his mental or physical training. <laughs> so it's like going to the gym for him is doing his own stunts in a movie. It's his own stunts. Yeah, or, that's his meditation. Yeah. Or going to the gym is like, oh, okay, I'll just film a couple of scenes today. Yeah. Right. Excellent. You know what I mean. So I, 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 I don't want Scott in his prime right now to get into that road yet. I know? don't want that because I mean he's got 
I would say maybe like he's got a window of five more years. Tops, I would say. Because he's our age. He's yeah. not that old. No. He's, he's like maybe 39, yeah. 38, 39 years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, maybe 37 even. Yeah. So. so I wouldn't want to see him just kind of fade no, away. definitely not. I mean, I don't think he will. He'll be a direct video superstar. Yeah. Like Boyka is such a such an incredible character. Yeah, so in that small, small regard, because of today's internet age, the social media age, everybody can, can, can spread the character fast, right? Yeah. It isn't like he has to wait, like say in the 80s, you know, and build up a fan base and get... Yeah. So... Um, Boyka in Undisputed has such an amazing worldwide fan base, brother. I hope uh, Adkins knocks it out of the park with this with this recent one. And brothers Grimsby, um, like he's starting to get slow, slowly more exposure, but I feel as though he or his agent, uh, they have to. Somebody's got to push this guy. They got to push, push this guy more. I mean, and if someone's not doing it for you, you got to do it yourself. Yeah, it, man. Like, it's like he's like here's the line. He's over here, and he's okay with it. He's like, oh, I'm getting closer, but he needs someone himself to go, oh, like, get yeah. in the faces. Go and, like, do a Van Damme did to Menaham Golan. There's, there's still, like, a lot of, like, noise on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what, say again? So, he had to do a Van Damme, like, Van Damme didn't just sit there and say, okay, I'll wait until somebody calls me. No. Yeah. He went to the offices of Canon uh, Studios. Yeah. Waited uh, outside, <clears throat> I believe, and saw Menaham Golan, went and did a 360 in front of him, Incredible. And he goes, okay, well, here's my card. You know, call me. Yeah. Vanna could have just, uh, could have said, okay, we called a couple of times, nothing happened. He yeah. You know, you know, he went. I think day after day, called, called, called. Went to a meeting, didn't see him. Second meeting, didn't see him. And the third time, waited eight or nine hours. Wow. Walked into the room, did a split on two chairs, and that's how basically he got. What an amazing story. Yeah. And it's all self, deter- all self determination, brother. He like, you know, he he made it happen himself. That's awesome, man. And I think uh, Scott has to... It's easier in this today's age because you can promote yourself more. You can put yeah. your videos on YouTube. Yep. It's easy to be recognized. It's it's far easier now yeah. to make yourself a star. To make yourself a star. Than it was back then when exactly. you had to really fight to get it. You had to fight to get like, it. Um, again, like not to, not to rehash the old one, but like we talked about this last time too. We're in Conan. Yeah. When uh, Milius takes Arnold to go see... Uh, Who's the producer? Pre- no, it wasn't Pressman. Who's the producer of the no, first no, one? Uh, um, Dino De Laurentiis. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, De Laurentiis is like, well, nobody can understand this guy. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, no one knows what he's saying. And yeah. all of a sudden, uh, Milius is like, well, nobody can tell what you're saying either. Yeah. You've got a thick accent. You're yeah. a superstar. Yeah. Put him in the goddamn movie. Yeah. About a guy from, you know, Europe with a weird accent. Yeah. He's he praised a guy called Crom. Yeah. And for it to go to Valhalla. Yeah. He's not gonna sound like like me. Yeah. And yeah, and it couldn't have worked out better. It can is yeah, absolutely iconic. Yeah. Talk about perfect perfect situation. Perfect casting. Perfect. Casting. I mean, not I, I I feel like that's not the Conan the Barbarian for the hardcore fan, no. like the hardcore Conan fan. No. But that's definitely Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, that's definitely to me uh, to us is uh, definitely to me is definitely Conan yeah. the Barbarian. I mean, as a kid when we read Conan. We we automatically assign him Arnold's voice. Uh, Arnold's in the voice, comic book, hundred percent, and yeah. Arnold's body, Arnold's face, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Arnold's uh, role was a gr- like a great tribute to Conan. It wasn't like yeah. he took it and made it into a joke. Exactly. Right. I still say that's like maybe one of the most underrated performances. In a, in maybe in in the eighties for an action star at least 100%. for a guy who you don't expect to be a good actor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the whole speech about the blueberries and the the spring yeah. wind. The, the, man, the deleted scenes. Yeah, incredible, man. I, very incredible. I couldn't believe they took it out. I, I don't know why they even took it out. Is it because of well, pacing? It's on the. I, th- I think it might have to do with pacing. Yeah. I mean, that's for, like preparation for a big battle, right? But yeah. it, it it is in the, uh, the, the deleted scenes, extended scenes, cut. I mean, I, I, how did the DVD? Right? It's yeah, it's part of the the full movie. Yeah, like it's not just a deleted scene. Like it's been reincorporated in the movie now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only place. Like, don't have that as like Netflix. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, Netflix doesn't have it, but now when you pick up that that version of the movie, like iTunes has that in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I know we both have that that special edition. Yeah. DVD. I, I don't have the Blu-ray, but the DVD. The DVD. We have that. It's good enough. It's good enough, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I couldn't agree more. And Arnold was, I think, I think Arnold was well known to certain audience for bodybuilding for sure. But he was the number yeah. one guy in the world. Uh, Pommy Iron bought him a lot of mainstream press. Yeah. He won Golden Globe for Best Newcomer for Stay Hungry. Incredible. Yeah, so he was getting, he was known. Yep. Jack Nixon, like, they knew who he was. Right? But nobody said, okay, let's make a movie with this. They, 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 he didn't have enough power to be a leading man. Say, hey, put all the money behind this guy, he'll make a hit. No. Yeah. But he was with no one. But, uh, but when it came to casting Kona, which took years, by the way. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, that, that was, I think, I think it was like 75. Yeah. Like 72 or something. Like, they were trying to do for a long time. Well, I have muscle magazines. Like, you know, my muscle builder collection. And uh, I remember Arnold talking about it in 1978. Really? Like, he goes, yeah, I'm gonna be, you know, we got a script for Conan. And so that's that, like five years. Yeah. Yeah. So before Four years at least, yeah. It was a long-ass process, yeah. you know? Um, but, I mean, thank God they did. Thank God they did. I mean... Written by Oliver Stone. Oh, at his peak, man. I mean... Yeah, at uh, his peak. Like, directed by John Milius. Yeah. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. If you had that caliber... In his prime, yeah. In his prime. Yeah. That caliber of actor, writer, director today, yeah. that's that's Braveheart. That's Braveheart, yeah. That's like, weirdly Braveheart. enough, that's Braveheart. That's fucking Braveheart, yeah. yeah. So it, it was fantastic, and uh, I don't think it even... Uh, I feel like people are going to hear us talk about this, like, the way we're nerding about it. And they're going to just think, ah, whatever, man. Like, two guys, you got to go watch it. If you haven't seen Conan the Barbarian... Oh, fuck, man, you don't know what you're missing. You man. need to go watch that movie, because and, and not just as a joke. Don't just put it in and think it's a, it's a bullshit movie. That's as good as Gladiator. 100%. So good that in the trailers of Gladiator, they, they use the music from Basil Polidorius. Basil Polidorius, that's right. And the movie has authentic rawness that you don't see nowadays. You don't see it. You know, and like when Arnold falls out in the cave for yeah. the Atlantean sword? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and just like... Um, one take. One take, yeah. Injures himself. Yeah. They have to stop shooting for the next day because yeah. he's got a concussion. He's got a concussion. And Milius yells, use it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and the sets. Beautiful. Like... Today you do CGI on that, yeah. But back then it was authentic sets, man. They so, had to build mud huts, mud huts, and yeah. and that uh, castle. Oh uh, man, the mean, Serpent Temple, and uh, just everything. It, it was fantastic. It was a phenomenal looking movie. Yeah, I mean, it, even it holds up easily today. Yeah. The music and the acting hold up today, and that what does that tell you? Yeah, exactly. That right? tells you. I mean, they did it right. They did it CG right. doesn't do it right. Exactly. I mean, practical effects are the way to go. Practical effects are the way to go. And like I said, you had. Three people at their peak. Yep. Oliver Stone up in uh, the early '80s. You know, obviously his writing for Scarface deserves no no mention. Absolutely, that's one of the greatest screenwritings I've ever seen. In my read nobody needs to convince you that Oliver Stone <laughs> is incredible. Yeah, he might be a weirdo. He might be a weirdo, but nobody needs to tell you that guy can't write a, a movie, especially the early '80s Oliver Stone. Oh yeah, and I'm hoping he, like uh, uh, this is before he. By platoon, he he kicked his coke habit. I'm pretty sure because I remember saying when he went to France and he was trying to kick his coke habit or something like that. I remember after or before platoon. Before platoon, I believe he kicked his coke habit. All right. And so I think during that frenzy time, you know, when he was Scarface. Yeah. uh, I think uh, did you have Midnight Express? No, I don't have it. But I, I remember it. Yeah, because I think he would have wrote that movie too. Did he write Midnight Express? I, I thought he did. To look that up. But Conan and Scarface are two of the best. Incredible. The diverse screen sto- screenwriting and stories. And oddly enough, like very similar stories yeah. too. Like very, very in line with each other. In line with each other. Just one guy yeah. who's going to like buy his own hand. Yeah, buy his a own hand. king by his own hand. A king by his own yeah. hand. Conan's turns out okay. Yeah. Scarface does not turn out okay. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean like the same story. Same story. Yeah. Um. And, and they're such ep- they're both epic in nature. Yeah, they're both like, like the scope of both movies. Oh my god! So, 
uh, I got carried out. I no, got, that's good. It's good. I, I got caught off track by his genius of the early '80s when he was a cokehead. Co- yeah. coke I love that. Um, but people who haven't watched Conan is the same people who say, "Oh yeah, I think Star Wars is good," even though I haven't seen Star Wars the first movie. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. You, you have to. You have you, to watch them all. You have to watch them all. And Conan, there's no other movie like it. Sword and Sorcery, Gladiator is. You know, it's great. It's a good movie. Don't it's, get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's modified historical Mo- epic. Modified historical epic. True but it, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But this is sword and sorcery, and this is violence. Yeah. at its best. Conan is is considered high fantasy, correct? High fantasy. Yeah, I think they they call it high adventure, right? High adventure. In, in, the, in the movie itself. Between the times when the oceans, oceans drank Atlantis, Atlantis and the time of the oh, sons of the oh, rise oh, of the sons of Arius. Yeah. but um yeah i believe yeah you're you're right that the speech is high adventure yeah. i think the actual format is considered high fantasy high fantasy yeah. because i mean they have they have magic they have the the uh don't they call the sword of sandal epic to certain degree the movies did yeah but as far as like science fiction goes it's like considered sorcery, right? sword, like, uh, it's sword and, sorcery, sword and sorcery but there are there are levels of it there's, there's like a low fantasy mm. which is just like magicians like guys right. who can do like weird magic like ninjas who have like magic ninja balls and shit that's low fantasy that's i believe low fantasy i, I there's there's terms involved high it, fantasy is dragons and orcs and warlords and okay like like things flying in the sky. So okay, so it's high fantasy then. I believe Conan would be considered high fantasy. So Willow is high fantasy. Willow is high fantasy. Legend, legend would be high fantasy. Yeah, so he's, he's, I would put in that same category. I would, yeah, for sure. Right, especially with uh, Thalsa Doom and the what he does, how he acts, and the yeah, snake the guy can turn into a snake. Yeah, I, I would definitely consider it high fantasy. What an incredible effect for its era. For its era, it's insane. When he becomes a snake. Yeah. Man, I mean, like whoever whoever made that mold of uh of James Earl Jones' face. Yeah. Did an, am- an incredible job. And the way they shot it, it's, it's oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's creepy. creepy. As a little kid, I couldn't stop looking at it. Yeah. Like, I, you just keep staring. You're waiting for it. Yeah. When's it going to happen? Exactly. When's it going to become a snake? When's it going to become a snake? And when it does happen, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't. I want to get the hell out of here. Even when Conan fights the big snake yeah. in the uh, in the pit, yeah. man, that thing was incredible. Yeah, exactly. And, and just the oozing of the blood. <laughs> yeah. There's so much blood. So much blood. Yeah, that was like, incredible. And the, the best thing about that scene is like, the music stayed silent and soft because like, they were humming and praying upstairs. Yeah, uh, it's the chanting. The chanting, and, and he's clearly this huge snake, and this, yeah. the, the chanting is still going on. You're like, you feel like you're, this is really happening in the scene. It's very eerie. Eerie. Yeah, oh. it's one of those things where like you're in the woods by yourself, yeah. and you hear a sound, Yeah. and you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. It's Conan slaughtering a snake. It's Conan slaughtering yeah. a 30-foot snake. Yeah. A 30-foot snake. So again, A pet yeah. raised from a... From an egg, <laughs> raised raised from a baby, whatever it was. Yeah, but just like also do probably the last of its race. The last of its race. You know what I mean? Because he's pretty upset about that snake. Yeah, he, oh, very upset during the uh, the tree of O speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You break into my house. Yeah. Steal my things. Yeah. Slaughter my pets. Yes. And then uh, Rexor. Yeah, because that's Rexor it. raised it. Rexor raised it since he was well, basically from like you said from, from a the, hatchling from the, or whenever it was born. Egg, yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, I, man, I, I, we can just do a whole podcast on Conan. On Conan. Uh, itself. Man. So I can't believe there's some people out there Steel who, isn't strong, boy. Flesh is stronger. Yeah. What is it? Sort of with the, the, the hound that wields it. The hand it? that wields right. it. I still can't believe there's people out there who, uh, you know, maybe they're young. Yeah. Maybe they don't know better. Maybe they're the types that uh, are, they get, you know... Um, I guess you could say premature ejaculations about the Avengers. <laughs> about the Avengers. That kind of bullshit. Nice, nice phrasing of that whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get really excited when yeah. the Avengers are coming out. Because they don't know any better. This is yeah. what they grew up with. This is what they think is good. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's interesting because on YouTube, I was at Shorten Tokyo a little while ago checking out clips and there's people commenting. 
a lot of people like saying, oh yeah, you know, my brother said it was a great movie. She goes, oh, I wish I, you know, some people wrote, literally wrote, I wish I lived in this time. Yeah. And I'm like, man. There's an appreciation for like yeah. what they're seeing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, and there's no way these people could have, you know, found out about it until somebody must have told them about it. Or An older brother. Older brother. Just told them they don't know shit. Yeah, older brother, older uncle. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know what I, mean? I know what you're watching right now, but yeah. you, you don't know what you're talking about. You, you need know, to get your hands on this. You need to get your hands on this, brother. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it's like us because we, we grew up in the 80s. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's like... But we don't we we didn't we don't watch really movies from the sixties apart from Good Bad and the Ugly. We really don't, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's true. I mean, unless it's a real epic movie. Epic movie. We're maybe. not we're not just casually watching no. movies from the seventies. No. So uh, this today's generation, you know, um, I can kind of see it, but there's so many eighties references today. Yeah. And everything, you know, and uh, um, the fact that the the, the the younger people are starting to slowly kind of get onto it, I freaking I freaking love that. Pretty cool, man. It's cool to see. I I always feel like right now, like the era we're in now, is almost like a redo of the '80s. Yeah. Like even clothing, skinny yeah. jeans, skinny. weird. Like if you just take color, like add pinks and yeah. yellows and shit to the clothing that it's, the people are wearing right now. Yeah. It looks like the '80s. Absolutely. Even the music. It's double everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like there are bands there right now, like churches and shit like that, that yeah. are like I, I don't know if you've heard churches. Uh, but um, I don't know if there I are a lot like Imagine Dragons. All these oh, bands Imagine right Dragons, now, yeah. yeah. They have an '80s side, like an '80s vibe, an '80s sound to them. Yeah, I feel like we're in like the redo, yeah. or the do over the '80s. Exactly, kind of the same with the '80s, like a do over the '50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I think, and I think everybody loves the '80s. <laughs> How could you not? How could you not? I mean, it was a magical time. Well, look at the response Kung Fury got. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's a huge response. It's a huge response. The people who watch that guaranteed people yeah. who didn't know the 80s, they like, okay, I want to check this. It what is. What are they referencing here? Yeah, an amazing homage, yeah. a reference yeah. to like hardcore 1983 movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like anything that came out from like 83 to 85. Yeah. Kung Fury, you could just you could throw that in a, in a blockbuster aisle. Yeah. Under the movies marked 1983 and a half. 83 and a half, yeah. And it's going to be like a perfect fit. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, man. I cannot wait till. Uh uh, David Sandsberg uh, starts filming part two, which is the script. I think I, I think I tagged you in the picture. Yeah, you showed me the photo. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, that's the script is written. I I really hope that they're not gonna overshoot themselves. Yeah. Like I I would just I'd rather see like a forty minute version. Yeah. I don't want, I don't need to see two hours of Kung Fury. Yeah. Just give me forty minutes every year. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. One episode a year. Yeah. And make it awesome. So what if they able to do two hours of awesome? Can you imagine? Could you? I mean, man, it would have if they if they could pull it off. Yeah. If they could give me two hours of Kung Fury, yeah. that is actually two hours of Kung Fury. Yeah. Oh man. I that's gonna be culture changing right there. If you ask me. How many things came out when you think about that were almost these epic '80s homages that haven't failed? I mean, like when you think of like what I mean is like Kung Fury, mm-hmm. an '80s homage mm-hmm. did not fail because everybody loves the '80s. Yeah. Drive. Yeah, yeah. An yeah. '80s homage. A huge '80s. Did not fail. Did not fail. No. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. Are you asking me, are there any other ones you're saying? Yeah, what else is out there right now? What am I missing? I'm, I must be missing something. I feel like... That's a good question. Um, oh, Far Cry. You're not a gamer. Like, you're not a hardcore no, gamer. I'm not a gamer. But um, Far Cry, was a game series. Okay. Probably about like four years ago, three, four years ago now. Probably less than that. Did a, like a version of their game, of I think it was Far Cry 3, that was called Blood Dragon. Oh, okay. Voiced by Michael Bain. Oh, wow. Main character. Oh, wow. Essentially like a mashup of Metal Gear's Solid Snake, which yeah. is also based on Michael Bain, the look of that. And and Michael Bain, <laughs> just like and, like of uh, Michael Bain. Michael Bain, yeah. He's kind of cyborgy. He's got like a robot, like a robotic eye. Oh, really? Yeah, like everything looks very Kung Fury in that game. Huh. Yeah. Even the music. 
Interesting. Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. For games, like gaming right now, is having a throwback to the 80s. Everything looks like an 80s game. So, that's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the, the 80s have this weird pop culture resurgence that Huge. is just... Yeah. And, and well-deserved. 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 Like, yeah, and I'm not just saying that because that's our era. I'm yeah. not just saying that. It's just... Uh, not, everything was at the highest peak in terms of, like... T- like, like you just Even... Had, you yeah, had, I know you, you want to say technology, yeah. but you're right. Yeah. And, and it seems like the demigods existed in those days. For example... You know, since when do you have has any athlete really rivaled Wayne Gretzky at his peak or Michael Jordan at his peak, right? Yeah. Um, you know, if you if you're, if you're like singular athletes, singular athletes who are just just phenom like phenoms, phenoms phenomenal right? of their time. Yeah, Michael Michael Madonna Prince. I yeah. mean, for phen- culture changing phenoms. I mean, we have a lot of popular singers today. Yeah. But did they are they changing? But no icons. No icons. Are they changing the world like those three did? No. No, they're not. And um, you know, in terms of cinema. You know, I, I feel as a as a bo- as a man, yeah. as a boy growing up, I mean, what better choice of heroes to look up to, to feel inspired than John Matrix? The John Matrix, John Rambo, Dutch, Marion Cabretti, yeah, Dutch. Cabretti. Like you can go on and on. Um, you know, uh, Frank Dukes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Frank Dukes. Degree. Who's got? I mean, like as weird as the real guys as got. As weird as the real guys got. Man, like when you were kids, yeah. Bloodsport was the shit. It was the shit, and when you watch those movies, you believed. Okay. Only those actors could play those roles. <clears throat> yeah. Because they were authentic. And he inspired the shit out of you. Ron Partlow said if it wasn't for Conan the Barbarian, he wouldn't have started bodybuilding. He, he wouldn't have. Ron Partlow, yeah. uh, local local bodybuilder. Local bodybuilder. He's, uh, huge, he's out uh, as a, like a product guy now, isn't he? He's like selling yeah. a lot of product. Yeah, he works for Mutant. He's for a, Mutant? He's professional now. He got but his yeah, card. I mean, you inspire a local kid. Like, I mean, that's that's like as, as much of a story yeah. that you can ask for. As Absolutely. far as like sitting in the movie theater, yeah. looking at Conan the Barbarian. And just saying, I want to be big like that. Exactly, and powerful. Look that strong. And then just doing yeah. it. And just doing it. Yeah. Like, so what do kids do today? I'm guessing if you're, if you're Bieber. Yeah. Is that is that? I mean, really? I was thinking, or yeah, I mean, the closest thing I could think of is, do they look at Vin Diesel on The Rock and say, hey, you know? Yeah, I mean, you've got The Rock. Yeah, and but, but really, is he is he as big of no, a? No, no. He, I think he's just he's an he's trying to be an actor. Yeah. Right. Like he does all these he's silly. A thespian. Co- Thespian, he's actually these silly comedies, but he's like a like in today's technology, I think he's more well known for his Instagram, yeah, and his, his cool kind of funny things he does on Twitter and his, and his wrestling persona, right? He he is definitely a cool guy. Like when you when you watch him on Instagram, and shit, I mean, not to be like, oh yeah, oh he's a cool guy. Oh, trust me, he's a good guy. No, but I mean, when you think when you see the things that he does on Instagram, yeah. I mean, he's uh, driving his truck and somebody's got to sign up because they see him drive past, and he'll like do a U turn and go back to these kids who are like, the Rock's here, eh, come yeah, say hello. Yeah, yeah, and he's not. It doesn't feel like he's doing it just for the publicity or to seem like a good guy on the internet on the internet he seems like he's doing it just because he's a good guy i think he's a good guy so yeah. i think he's the closest thing i can think of to arnold to to, to yeah to, as a hero for men for yeah. boys right yeah for yeah. kids for kids to look up to kids to look up yeah. to um i can't think of anybody else at the top of my head that you know that's can, sad man it is sad because if you want to be like vin diesel so that means you want to be like a guy who does all these fancy things in cars and does all these high tech uh, that's fine that's fine nothing wrong with wanting to be like a race car driver uh, yeah or, or like a street racer or like a you know you know, stealing a lot of money and driving yeah. fancy cars but if you're talking about I'm gonna rob a lot of banks yeah I'm gonna be hardcore exactly right driving fast rice rockets exactly that's so racist that's so racist <laughs> <laughs> no but it's true like yeah. I mean Back when we were kids, you yeah. could watch any, like you go to any movie yeah. at any time. Yeah. And when we leave the theater, yeah. we became that character. You became the character. You became man. Indiana Jones. You became Indiana Jones. You yeah. became, like, you would be Darth Vader and I would be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And we would just, like, grab two sticks and fuck our hands up. Yeah. Like, it was just one of those things where you could, any movie you had, you had a major, major, 
like character or hero that you wanted to be. Absolutely. I, I, th- I think that, that's what I was going to say. The, the heroes were, were really brands. Like, I, like yeah. you, you, you don't, that's you, a really good point. Yeah. Like, Oh, he's the new, the new Arlen movie's coming out. Yeah. Hey, a new Stallone movie's coming out. New Van Damme movie's coming out. Now, you don't really say, Hey, a new Van Diesel movie coming out. Nobody says that. Yeah. Nobody says that anymore. Nobody says that. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They don't say, Hey, I need to stay the movies out. They just say the movie. What's the name? Oh, who's in it? Oh, Statham's in it. Okay. It's kind of like if I told you that I saw a movie, hey, Jason, like Wild Card, right? Yeah, a you, Statham one. Yeah. I wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. Because it's so surprising. This guy is. I mean, he's back to like his weird comedic acting chops. Yeah. And delivering a shit kicking. Yeah. But it was so entertaining. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's not like I would see that in the theater and like be driven to it. Yeah. Or like go to it and be like, just because it's a Jason just Statham movie. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have done it. You don't have that anymore. No. Whereas in the eighties. Yeah. If if Stallone puts a movie out, yeah. you're gonna see it. Yeah, you're gonna see it because it's Stallone. You yeah. don't know what the storyline is. You don't know what is. You just know he's the main act. He's the he's star. In it. Yeah, you knew nothing about nothing it. Nothing about it. Granted, like you know, information didn't flow like it does now. Yeah. But you didn't care. You All didn't you care. saw was like Stallone and Cobra. Exactly. Like, I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just Stallone is kicking ass, right? Yeah. It's so, Stallone kicking the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Brian Thompson. Brian Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute legend, by the way. Absolute legend. Yeah. And uh, we're going to watch it. We're going to go see this movie. Absolutely. And I think that's gone now. Like, oh, oh, yeah, all, for sure. All of Vin Diesel's uh, post or uh, Fast Furious and movies have done, have done per- terribly. The Last Witch Hunter was terrible. Um, and Man, I really felt bad for that one. Yeah, yeah. Because it seemed like that was his baby. That, that was, was his passion project, and it just didn't do well at all. I agree. I, I, th- I think he would, it, it, I know Pitch Black is great. We both, we both like it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I'll wait until it's on Netflix. Yeah. I'm not going to run to the theater to see no, it. No, definitely not. Yeah. Well, and even though the, the last Riddick movie was okay, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, he, he said he was making art, but I mean, I think if that came out, you know, it wouldn't be as good as big as now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I think like you, I watch it on Netflix, mm-hmm. but the brand is that you, you associate that actor with yeah. a certain kind of way of life. It's, it's gone. Agreed, man. It's gone. And it wasn't just action back then. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I mean, if John Candy put a movie out, yes. people went to go watch it. If Eddie Murphy, if Eddie is Murphy prime, is in a movie, in a movie, you're gonna watch that. I movie. I want to go watch it no matter what. I even, I even went to go watch Metro in the theater. Oh my god! I saw Metro in the theater because wow. it's Eddie Murphy. That was the last Eddie Murphy movie I saw in the theater. Yeah, but you saw it only because you knew Eddie Murphy's gonna be. In Eddie it. Murphy's gonna be in it. Yeah, didn't know anything about it. Nope. This is like well before internet. Anybody had internet in their pocket. Yeah. Now everybody can Wikipedia search whatever the hell they want. Yep. But back then, man, Metro was in the theater. Yeah. I still remember it was like I was in West Edmonton Mall yeah. when I went to go watch it. Yeah. Obviously, I, I wasn't just walking by, but I went to the theater to watch it. Yeah. Because it's Eddie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You don't have that anymore. No. Zero. Uh, Maybe like this new one with Kevin Hart and shit like that. But even Kevin Hart, he's not the new Eddie Murphy. He's, no, he's definitely not the new Eddie Murphy. And no. Kevin Hart requires a, a sidekick. He, he requires, he can't carry a movie by himself. He That's right. A solid, solid co-star. He needs a straight man. A straight, yeah, exactly. He's, he is like an Abbott and Costello or like uh, Costello, yeah. Martin and um, uh, Lewis. Lewis. Martin yeah. Lewis, yeah. Where he, he is the Jerry Lewis. Yeah. He needs a Martin. He needs a Martin. Yeah. Um. Which kind of sucks for this new one of The Rock. It's like The Rock is just carrying the shit out of this movie. Central Intelligence? Central Intelligence? I think they're trying really hard to promote the shit out of it. Yeah. And when I watched the commercials and I seen the, you know, that uh, special effects of Rock as a kid, a fad. And the, the fat suit? And he's, you know, and he's singing a song in the shower or whatever. Yeah. I, I know they're catering to the young audience again. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I don't mind. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it, it just feels like it's a fine line between marketing and pandering. Pandering. Like, like for, well, I'm not excited. Like, I'm not gonna run and yeah. see it. Yeah, I'm not right? gonna go there and do it. Right. So, um, they, you know, they're going for maybe. I guess in their brain, that's that's where the money's at. Yeah, could be. Could be. Right? I mean, it, it could be they're trying to hit a wide, like a wide audience too, right? You got some like uh, early '90s 
hip hop with the rock and they're doing his thing. Yeah. You know, you got some high school kind of feeling about it where he was like the nerdy kid in high school. So they're hitting a lot of marks. Yeah. Doing it well. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm always hoping the rock's going to knock it out of the park. Uh, you know, I think rock, you know, he, he's, he's had, he had that great signature role as Hobbs in the, in the fast furious or whatever. Yeah. I feel that the role is kind of getting kind of stale. That's what, my opinion. I don't think he's growing as a character. Hobbs. No, it's, it, no. It, if anything, he's getting worse. He's getting as a worse. hundred yeah. percent. He's getting yeah. way worse. Way as a worse. So I'm waiting for rock to have that one movie. where he carries all by himself. And it becomes the rundown. You know what? I'm I'm waiting for the rundown. I'm waiting for the rundown. He did he did the rundown when he wasn't even that well known as an actor. No man, but he was incredible in that yes, movie. Yes, I'm waiting for a new updated version of the rundown. Yeah, and like why are we not getting him doing more of that? Yeah. I know like they they've been promising that for years. The rundown too. Yeah, maybe we will with Doc Savage. Man, oh, I'm so torn about that. You know, let my, me tell you a Doc Savage story. Please. The only reason I give a shit about Doc Savage at all is because I had a comic book where in uh-huh. the back. It had Doc Savage versus John Sunlight. Okay. That was like a, the big thing, villain. So I started I start picking up Doc Savage. And then you wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. You're like, no, Doc Savage. Arnold's going to do a Doc Savage yeah. movie. I read it in the magazine. It's going to happen. Yeah. I was like, man, if Arnold's doing it, and I've read a couple of these, I'm going to keep reading it. Yeah. Now that I'm kind of, like, I kind of know about Doc Savage a little bit, yeah. I don't think The Rock's right for it. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Because, I mean, yeah. from what I remember, I remember the 1970s movie. And I remember, yeah. the, I remember the, cart- uh, sorry, the comic books. Mm-hmm. Nothing that, that, that screams rock to me. No, I mean it's it's gonna be super generic if he's doing it. Super generic. I feel like he's the wrong guy to do it. Well, yeah. And Arnold would have been the right guy to do 100%. it. Hundred percent. Yeah. I remember on his Instagram recently he wrote, uh, you know, he's a precursor to Superman, all this stuff. He was Rock was writing. Yeah. He goes, but what I love about this character is that how weird he is. I'm like weird. He wasn't necessarily weird. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, he's like a uh, he's like an adventurer to a certain degree, right? He's kind of like remember Buckaroo Bunzai? Yeah. Yeah, like Buckaroo Bunzai is kind of like loosely based on that era of character yeah, like yeah. the Flash Gordons the Buck Rubanzai's Doc yeah. Savage like that's what he is yeah I'm worried the Rock's gonna make it generic and too comedic yeah it can't be a comedy well according to Rock it's, it's a comedy it's going to be oh that's brutal it's, 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 just go to his Instagram look at his picture um, I can show you that after actually I can show you right now yeah, pull that up. Let's go look. Yeah, let's let's see let's see what let's see what it says here. Um, because I'll tell you right now, it's like that's my beef with with movies and those kind those kind of properties. It's like you remake a Flash Gordon movie, yep. and then you make it a hardcore comedy, like an like a like a hard R, jokey Jokerson comedy. Yep. You might make a good movie, but you're gonna piss all over the property, and that's total shit. I can't I can't handle that. I, you know, neither can I. Um, okay, here, here we go. Uh, like. I remember him saying that um, Shane Black is directing it. Now, really? Now, a lot of people, like Shane Black, I'm kind of on the fence about because... Currently. You're, currently, you're right now on the fence. Right now, because... Um, I, you know what? Lethal Weapon, great. I love Lethal Weapon with a passion, right? He wrote it, right? Yeah. The original the original is, is a landmark 80s movie. Like, you know, to some degree, people can say, oh, it started the buddy, the whole buddy cop thing, right? Even though my opinion... 48 Hours really started it, but... 48 Hours was the first buddy cop movie. First rated R buddy cop movie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe To Live and Die in L.A., but oh. it wasn't really a... It wasn't a comedy. It wasn't a comedy. There though. were two cops on one yeah, guy, yeah. and they yeah. had a pretty good dynamic. To Live and Die in L.A., is, it's a great movie. It's crazy. Along with, obviously, Red Heat. Um, You're going to put those two in the same like same category? <laughs> to Live and Die in L.A., the Willem Dafoe Star Maker. Star Maker, yeah. <laughs> Willem Dafoe Star Maker, yeah. Jane Leaves Star Maker. Oh, that's true. She's the girlfriend of that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, yeah. I did proud about that. Yeah, years and years before she ever did Frasier, Jane Leaves played a, a dancer. I think she was a dancer in that. She's like, I, I don't remember. I'm pretty, I, I think so. I could be mixing, I'm making a mistake there. But, you, uh, you, you, the part here. I can't even do it. Is it okay, so I'll read one sentence. He's a fucking hilarious weirdo. 
That's what Rock said. Doc Savage. Doc Savage. He said he, he to quote Rock. It's on his Instagram. Here's the number one reason I'm excited to become Doc Savage. He's a fucking hilarious weirdo. Man, maybe I was younger and I didn't read it right, but I don't remember him being hilarious. I don't remember him being hilarious at all. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's kind of stoic. Not not really. I'm, I wouldn't say stoic. He's just not exactly a uh, well, like a, a jokey guy. No, he wasn't. He like was, everything that was funny is incidental comedy. Yeah, he, he was a man man, from what I remember. Yeah, and not a fucking hilarious weirdo. No, I don't. I don't think that's right. So, I have zero. <clears throat> it's weird, man. I haven't seen the nice guys, but I hear it's really good. Yep. And um, yeah, uh, like uh, Lethal Weapon, great movie. Like yeah. obviously, Lethal Weapon is an awesome. Movie. Obviously, now I know, Iron Man three. What are your thoughts on those? Okay, so I didn't watch Iron Man three at all. Uh huh. I, I avoided the shit out of that movie, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, on the on the flight back from Bangkok. It's there. Those flights back. That's when you watch. Shit. That's when you watch shit movies, man. Yeah, you exactly. watch them back on, on a flight from Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. And maybe because I heard so much crap about it, how shitty that movie was. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it, but you, you, did you love it? No, not at all. Of like not. I'll, I'll not. I'm not gonna watch it again. Me neither. Yeah. I mean, if it's on, if it's on TV while I'm cooking or some shit like that, just past time. But then I'll hear baseballs on and switch the fucking channel. And watch Two something seconds, else, right? Yeah. Two seconds. But yeah. it's not something I'm gonna go back to over and over again. It's definitely not the weakest though. Iron Man 2 sucked. Yeah. Iron Man 2 was, a, a, in my opinion, maybe the shittiest one. Mickey Rourke was all I remember about that. Yeah, that's all my I remember bird. about it too, yeah. I want my bird. Yeah. Can I remember that? And nothing else. I, don't I remember re- nothing of Justin Hammer. I don't remember that much either. That much. Yeah. That line. Yeah. That line. I couldn't remember that he much He just either. wants his parrot. Yeah, yeah. He's in, he, they've, they've got him out of jail. Yeah. And he's uh, working with Justin Hammer to yeah. rebuild some of the, the technology. Yeah. And he wants his bird. Yeah, yeah. I think they've already killed his bird. Jesus Christ. By accident or some shit like that. Uh, that movie says a distant memory now. Too. Yeah. It's it's so forgettable. Forget There's about, yeah. the, the race, the F1 race, yeah, the yeah, Monte yeah. Carlo, and, yeah. then, and then the bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the stupid Iron Man suits that he builds at the end. Yeah, it's pathetic, man. It, it, well, they're, they're doing part four pretty soon, from what I heard. Yeah, I think he's got that one in him. That I think that'll him. be the last one of, of the Iron Man movies. I think it should be. And the rest, yeah, it should be, because I, I don't need any more Iron Man movies. We got we got the gist of it. And yeah. It, he's not James Bond, where we you got some of your adventure coming all the time. No, he's a great character in the Avengers movies. Yeah, the Iron Avengers Man movie. is the heart, I think, of, of all of those movies. Yeah. Because he's a quirky little motherfucker who's always chatting something up. Yeah. I mean, he's got great dialogue. Yeah. He's buddies with everybody. Yeah. And that's what I want to see more of. Well, like I said, I, I, I told you this already. I love the restrained performance in Civil War. The restrained Iron Man performance. Yeah. Yeah, which is really good. I thought we finally got to see past the whole sarcastic, jokey part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, he's grown up. Grown up. Yeah. yeah. So I thought I think that, that did a great job for his character. And we kind of see that in the movie too, right? Yeah. We see him as a little kid. Yeah. Which is probably the best CG effect. I think. Better than the Ant-Man and Michael Douglas. Way better. Yeah. I mean, and that was good. That was pretty good too. That was really good. But this one to see like Robert Downey Jr. looking like uh, Mad Max. Yeah. In uh, <laughs> in weird science. Yes, that's Except right. without the weird pompadour haircut. Yeah. Like really good. Yeah. Solid. Uh, it looked quite good. Uh, the technology is crazy. How they get, how it's bananas, man. Yeah. I mean, I remember how like when I look back now at the Professor X Magneto scene. Yeah. In, uh, was that number three? Uh, I think it was three. Last Stand, right? I think it was Last Stand. Awful. Yeah. Uh, that was so bad. Yeah. But then you see this and you're like, wow, shit. This made the Captain America stuff look bad. Yeah. And that's... That, that's pretty looked, good. I thought it looked fantastic. Yeah, it didn't like for its time, yeah. which isn't even that long ago. Yeah. But for its time, like that was a really good sequence. Absolutely. But this made that look like shit. Yeah. So, can you imagine how it's going to like, say when Avatar comes out five years from now? How is it going yeah. to look as time goes on? Like, if they could do this good with Downey Jr. now, yeah. Can you imagine how it can like even Arnold in uh, in uh, 
in uh, Genesis. Genesis, him fighting the old Arnold. I didn't mind that either. Yeah, we were we were talking about that last time. And yeah. I think like the consensus is that movie sucked. The consensus movie it did suck. It sucked, but that scene. That scene was pretty good. That scene was pretty good. They did yeah. they did a fairly decent job making it look as easy if he's fighting the nineteen eighties version. I was uh, I was watching the side by side. Yeah, you're talking about on that. YouTube. Yeah. And when I was watching the side by side, when it first came on, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that CG looks crap. Yeah. And it was the real one, like it was Terminator. Yeah. It wasn't the CG. It's like, yeah. oh, it looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the one with Arnold and it looks so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the CG one, like, really talking it up. Yeah. But yeah, that's how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it, you know, so unless, you're right, um, unless they really revamp the character, which I don't think they will. Yeah. I think, I, I think plus he's in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Plus he's in, um, I believe... Uh, Oh, is he in almost he's definitely in all the new Avengers ones coming up like yeah. part one and two for Gauntlet yeah. which are retitled now weirdly enough they're, yeah yeah. they retitled Avengers um, is it called Avengers 3 now? I don't know I know like it's it's not like part one and part two anymore no it's like I, it's pretty much gonna be yeah, Avengers 3 and 4 Avengers 3 and 4 and yeah, um, yeah I, I think I think you know he, he's a heart and soul to a certain degree Yeah, but I think Chris Evans really showed he stepped up his game. Huge. I think he can... And carry, like in Winter Soldier. Yeah, in Winter Soldier. And even more in Civil War. Yeah. So I think he can easily carry on the mantle now of being the heart and soul yeah. if he had to. I mean, he's like a decade, if not more, younger than Robert Downey Jr. Uh, exactly. And like he, He's what, 33? Uh, something like that. And, and, he's, and, and he's Gaga over playing this uh, Captain America and being in the, involved in the Marvel Universe. He absolutely made you forget that he was in Fantastic Four. Absolutely forget, bro. Like, I don't even think about that anymore. I see him in Fantastic Four, I'm like, fuck, that's Chris Evans. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And a completely different kind of actor in those movies, right? Yeah, and nobody even asks him about about, about Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's forgotten. It's forgotten. It's like he's it's, he's it's repaid his debt. Yeah. to the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like no, it, nobody. Oh, you, you know, I'm sure you guess. Uh, I think the only time it comes out if he yeah brings it up when he talks about when it. he talks about it. Um, but I mean, it's crazy that he got to play two characters in our universe. Yeah. Um, speaking of Fantastic Four, just something uh, top of my head: Prince Namor. The submarine. The rights. The guy just got back to Marvel. That is it. Is it confirmed they're back now? Yeah, Kevin. Is it Feige? How do you say his name? Feige. Fe- what is I it? I think it is Feige. Feige. I'm always con- I'm always confused whether it's like Feige or Feige. Okay, so Kev- I'm, I've heard guys say Feige. So Kevin F. Yeah, Kevin F. <laughs> KF. KF. <laughs> without the, without the L, right? Yeah. Um, nice. K- KL. <laughs> <laughs> dropping dropping killer references. Yeah, absolutely. To the '90s. Yeah. So. He confirmed, uh, yeah, we've got the rights back to anymore. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Major Avengers character, too. 100% Major Avengers yeah. character. I mean, he's a fantastic, but he's a weird thing. He's a fantastic four character as well. Yeah. So is he one of those Quicksilver? Because like, Quicksilver is being used in, was used in Avengers, and now they were used him in X-Men In as X-Men. Well. So I, guess I think c- that was a handoff. I think that was a, that was a trade they might have made with, uh, with X-Men, like with Fox. What do you mean? We'll get Scarlet Witch. You get Quicksilver. But Quicksilver was in Avengers 2. He was. They killed him off. Oh, He's I gone, see. right? Oh, I we see, had like I a see. slight sequence, like a little, little glimpse of Scarlet Witch in um, Future Past. Yeah. When he's sitting watching TV with her, right? Yeah. But then after that, she's gone. Like we're, we're never going to see her as an adult. Yeah. And clearly she's way younger yeah. than Quicksilver 2. That's right. That's right. And Scarlet Witch, actually, you know, she brought some uh, meaning to her role in yeah. the Civil War. Yeah. I was pretty happy to see that, man. That is a Scarlet Witch I could see going to House of M. That's right. Like I could see her becoming that character. The House of M, yeah. Like, uh, like just messing up the Avengers. Yeah. Going nuts and killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they they won't do it. If they do it, we're, that's like twenty years on the road from now. Maybe not twenty years. Maybe ten years. Oh, it'll be, it'll be a while. Yeah, but it'll be a while before she really goes bananas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and goes full blown 
reality-destroying Scarlet Witch. When, when will she uh, have sex with Vision? Is that your biggest concern? It's a concern if, from a lot of older fanboys. But you want to, you, you're talking about development of the characters' relationships, too, though. Like, yeah. when are they actually going to get together? Yeah, and... Cause, so... That's uh, a weird one, too, man. Because Vision, Vision isn't... He's fucking synthetic. He's not real. He's synthetic. Yeah. 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 So... That's why I never and the comics and they never really mentioned that to a certain degree. No, they never do. Yeah, they just we never see them outside a costume. No, yeah. like when they're like there, there are moments where Vision is driving. Yeah. Well, like of the weirdest <laughs> things for a synthetic android to do. Yeah. Wonder Man's Wonder Man's uh, memory patterns, right? So maybe he's that's what he's like. That yeah. He's like he's created by Ultron, because okay, so Hank Pym creates Ultron. Yeah. Ultron creates Vision, based on Wonder Man's memory patterns. Is that right? Something like that. So, yeah. Uh, it's some weird shit some like that because like he's that. essentially Hank Pym's grandson. Yeah, but Wonder Man does come back. Wonder Man did come back, yeah. Yeah. Simon. Uh, Simon something. Uh, Simon something. But uh, he did, but he just, just like that, he disappeared again. He's not a great character. No, he's not. Uh, I, I think they tried to make him into something powerful, but it just never works. I always felt like he was supposed to be their Superman. Yeah. And he just never took off as a character. Yeah, I, I don't think people want to see another Superman. And, no, uh, man. He's a model, actor, like yeah. TV personality. Yeah. And well, he's just like, there's no kick to him. Yeah, the, 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 he had his own series for a while. Yeah. I, I wonder what that's so he was. So weird, man. Yeah. What a weird character. What an extremely weird character. So, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I wonder how they're going to... Because the movies, they got to make it more realistic how they can yeah. date or whatever. If he's if he's completely synthetic, I, mean, I do like the emotional tie they have. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's always really cool to see. Like that, yeah. that makes it feel like there's an actual there's something of substance there. Yeah. Whereas like in the comic books, like it was just it was never approachable as a fan. I couldn't just like watch and be like, hey, hey, look, that's that's Wonder Man, a robot married to a human. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Some, some reason I just I think I took him as a human almost. Yeah. Uh, they made it seem like they were just normal people having. Well, not Wonder Man, Vision. Vision. Vision yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They made it seem like. Just a dude. Yeah. The gem in his head. Yeah. Yeah. You Throw know. away. Throw away. If Thing can screw Alicia Masters and he can screw Vision can screw... Uh, <laughs> if Thing can have an, a relationship yeah, why, with, with a blind girl. Why can't Vision have... Yeah, exactly. That's so bad. Poor yeah. Thing. Yeah, I know. He can only have a relationship with a girl who can't see him. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know? Um, but obviously, you know, uh, for Alicia, I, I guess, you know, uh, maybe it's hard for her to find guys. Could be. Right? Guys are guys are biased. Hey, part of the pan, right? <laughs> that's that's brutal. <laughs> that's uh that is not sensitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought about when I said that, right? So like, I mean, I don't think you intended to say it. I didn't. Tell you, I <laughs> you just you just threw it out there. Just threw it out there. You were you were thinking genuinely. Generally, as a good girl. Yeah. You know, she's having a hard time finding yeah. guys because she's blind, and guys are dicks. Guys are dickheads, right? Yeah. But the thing. And judgmental guys are fucking judgmental. But too. in the eighties, that's weird, right? Like in the eighties, that, that's what they did. Yeah. They put, they put people like the characters that had weird deformities. Yeah. Went with characters that had weird deformities. Exactly. Rocky that's, Dennison's that's, blind girlfriend. That's fucking hundred yeah. percent dead. How on. nobody gave a shit about Rocky Dennis. Yeah. But his blind girlfriend, blind girlfriend. who saw his inner beauty. Inner beauty yeah, because she was course. a better person than the sighted people. Of course, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It's funny how like everybody who's got like no deformities or problems or disabilities are always garbage. Yeah. Like they're always the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. It's messed up, man. I mean, it's true to an extent too. Yeah. Like I mean, people people take. Back then, especially like in movies and whatnot, we always saw them as the villain because, like, I think for the most part, people are dicks. Hundred percent. But whatever. Yeah, I totally agree. The thing was a nice guy and he found love. <laughs> Good for him. We never. But then again, whatever ended up happening with that thing and Alicia. Man, I don't think they're. Were they still together? I I never read Fantastic Four. For example, well, I, I I pretty much stopped after the John Byrne run. 
See, I never even got into it. Oh, okay. Like, but you were an actual fan. Yeah, like, yeah. You You picked up Fantastic Four. Yeah, especially the Silver Age stuff. Yeah. Um, when did John Burton get into it? I believe right after X-Men. Uh, after X-Men. So it was, we're talking 80s. like like post, post Man of Steel. Pre-Man of Steel. Pre-Man of Steel. I, I believe. Because Man of Steel is 86. You're right. So maybe it was post-Man of Steel then. You're right. You're right. That's a good question. I, remember, I know it's the 80s for sure because I have some of these. Yeah. Um, was it post-Man of Steel? It must have been because he couldn't have been done bo- doing both. He had that weird time when he's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like it, he did X-Men. He did Fantastic Four. Yeah. He did, um, was it Next Men? Or, or, or Nom. He did John or, Byrne's Next Men. Was it, or was it Nom? <laughs> Might have been Nom too. John <laughs> Byrne was like that era's John Romita Jr. Yeah. He just did, doing everything. Doing everything he could get his hands on. Yeah, right? man. That's a good question. Yeah, so I, I can't pinpoint, like, I mean, I could check on the internet and find out exactly. Oh, we'll, we'll throw it up later on. We'll throw it up later, but... Um, yeah, his that okay, I mean his his storytelling was actually decent. It was good because I mean there's omnibus, there's two omnibuses saying John John Byrne is Fantastic Four. Yeah, John Byrne. I mean John Byrne was was good. Yeah. In his day, I don't think John Byrne ever went to shit. He got a lot of flack for that um, Spider-Man Chapter One. Yeah. Which was total garbage. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I mean, at the same time, how much of that was John Byrne? How much of that was editorial? We don't know, right? Yeah. We have no idea. We'll never know. So depends who side you listen to, as well. Yeah, exactly. But aside from that, man, John Byrne always put out quality work. Yeah. Like yeah. John Byrne's She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh, John yeah. Byrne, like that was like a, a well, well-respected comic. Was that with Peter David? It was like John Byrne and Peter David. I, I remember. I don't know if it's Peter David, but I can I can see it being Peter David. Yeah, but he did a lot of stuff. I think I might be fucking that up. Yeah. Well, and but, John, John Byrne's Wolverine stories, like uh, yeah, like before, like that, like the first, those before um, Chris Claremont came and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, John Byrne's X-Men of Wolverine was the real psycho berserker Wolverine. That that's what he was known for. That's what he was psycho yeah. berserker before he be, and then, you know, then became a little bit more okay, I'll control my rage kind of guy. Yeah. But in those days Funny how Wolverine had a great like arc. Oh, yeah. He came in from just being a normal dude. Yeah. Working for Canadian government. Canadian government, yeah. people. Yeah. I love how they haven't gotten rid of that. I agree. Yeah, that's a really I mean that's cool. Be Canadian, that's something we can be proud of. But it's kinda of cool they haven't gotten rid of that. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially in like Alberta, like yeah. Alcala Lake, and they kind of reference yeah. it to. They didn't say, or it's not like Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah Michigan. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan <laughs> State. That's what they call him, the Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. loves his football. He loves his football. <laughs> but uh, no, man, they do a really good job of keeping his heritage true. Yeah, it's like in the comics. I was watching uh, some YouTube video where one uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, mm. where he was Australian. Mm. Oh, I'm Wolverine. Oh yes, I'm yes, not Claus, yes. baby. It's yes. like, really? Yes. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're Canadian, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally remember that. I wonder why they would do that. Uh, I have no clue. I guess they couldn't mimic. I have no idea. I, I guess there's I no real idea. way to show the diversity between an American and a Canadian on TV. Yeah. In in like without having an accent, and we don't we don't really have a noticeable accent. So then, they put right? an Australian accent on a. He's a guy in a costume. Make him Australian. Wolverines are from Tasmania, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Make him a Wolverine. You know what? I, that could be the reference right there. Yeah, just some idiot who doesn't know any better. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're from Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that instead. It's funny. You know, the, those 80s cartoons had zero expectations to stay close to Canada. Eh? Nothing at they, all. They could have done whatever they wanted. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Since when the Spider-Man and Iceman were really that good friends, right? Yeah, well, they were they were kind of chummy yeah. a little bit, but I don't remember them being like no. best friends in the comics. Well, I remember. At I, least not in our era. Not our era at all. Yeah. So, but it's cool that they kind of incorporated uh, yeah. know, Iceman in there. Human Torch and Spidey. Human Torch and Spidey. They have a long history. Yeah, they had a long history. Yeah, so together. I can kind of see that. Yeah. But uh, I guess even uh, I remember Human Torch wasn't allowed 
uh, in the late seventies cartoons, they replaced it with that damn Herbie robot. The robot. Yeah. Kids were gonna set themselves on fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you couldn't have kids getting a match, <laughs> like oily rags. Oily that Dan Aykroyd SNL sketch, right? Uh, I don't remember to be honest. Yeah, that? Dan Aykroyd for Halloween. Oh, okay. He's uh, he's like a toy guy, a toy manufacturer. Yeah. He gets on a talk show, some sort yeah. of like Barbara Walters thing. He's talking about like costumes. Yeah. And yeah. It's like one one is a bag, yeah. of oily rags, and a lighter. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, no, it's a human torch costume. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh really? Yeah, just say the word flame on, I guess. Right? Flame on. Yeah. You'll light yourself on fire. Oh, Vic, I gotta get going here, brother. You gotta call it a day, huh? I gotta call it a day here. It was a good talk. That was amazing for the first podcast. For the first one with my uh, good buddy Raji. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff, man. Raji was all mine, brother. It was actually a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, we'll keep doing it. I know at first I was saying I was gonna do six, but um, it got to the point now where we're set up, like everything's already here. Yeah. So why do six? We'll just exactly. keep doing. We're just gonna keep doing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over. Yeah, yeah. And all our buddies who are into the shit that we're into, they'll listen to what we're doing. Absolutely. And uh, I love how casually it just, it just, it just, you feed off each other, right? Yeah, at first I, I was a little bit worried with a few guys who were like, I don't yeah, know, yeah. man. Like, you were always looking for something to say. Yeah. But now we're rolling along so much into it to where, like, guys just, they just, you know me. I mean, yeah. everybody knows who I am. Just Absolutely. come sit here and just shoot the shit for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. And that's fucking fantastic, bro. And it's like stress relief. It is stress relief. I find it stressful. I find it just gets your mind off the bullshit outside the room. Yeah.